Um, well, I do like the front bottoms, and that's not even irony. It's just bad taste. Yeah, my clock broke. Don't worry about it. That's awkward. Normally it just skips the number we're meant to clap on for some reason, and it's <laughs> always that specific number. No. Yeah, huh? Yeah, a watched clock never claps. <laughs> a w- watched ass never claps. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. Hello, and welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, and A Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast for people who think war is maybe not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kay, and rich foods make me queasy. Aww. <laughs> uh, my name is Chaz, but I'm also known as Poxy Tim. <laughs> I, I like that you picked that, because I was just going to say, my name is Janosch, also known as Skit Trick. <laughs> <laughs> Skit Trick. <laughs> Turn myself into a podcast brand. <laughs> I'm just wait. I messed up the joke. Whatever. My name is Emmanuel. Uh, my podcasting might be taken more solemnly if I didn't have one foot in a gravy boat. Damn. <laughs> wow. Damn. And uh, I'm Rainer, and the tips of my great walrus mustache uh, twitch with excitement. Ooh. <laughs> and I tell Mine you, folks, we have a lot to be excited about this yeah. week. We sure do. I'm gonna paint a beautiful picture. Imagine. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Me yesterday, king. yes. I'm imagining it. Okay, me yesterday, yes. watching a beautiful Christmas movie with our friend <laughs> Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. My phone buzzes. I look down, and what does it see? It says my mom has texted me. Oh, I wonder what she wants to tell me. Uh, she wants to tell me, Winds of Winter will fix the biggest dragon problem from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kay's mom. We are outsourcing the news. Yeah, she so, likes the news. She's a supporter. <laughs> she doesn't know what happens on the podcast. Yeah, I went and asked her. I said, hey, I liked the article you sent me. What was up with that? And she said, oh, I just saw it on uh, Apple News, and it seemed like something you would like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. I do like it. Are you winning, daughter? <laughs> it's... It's generally the most terrifying thing that has happened in like the extended universe of this podcast, I think, is that the news is now spreading into real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I warned you all. Soon real life will have its own news, which is truly terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So, Yanis, could you tell us about this news that my mom sent me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> I have clicked on it. It has a it ha- it has a huge header that is an animated gif of the dragon flying into the camera and then it skips back to it flying again. It just never stops flying. It is truly beautiful. This is from our trusted news source at theinverse.com uh by May Abdulbaki's column Gurmwatch. Okay, which... I'm noticing that this one is not called Grimwatch, but it's called The Book That Was Promised. It's which called The like. Book That Was Promised. <laughs> I wonder if that... Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you scroll down, mm. the next thing is going to be like by the same author and it's going to be called Grimwatch. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think they just figured out a better title at this point and they changed it. I like it. 
don't hate it. Good. <laughs> so this is the book that was promised. Winds of Winter will fix the biggest dragon problem from Game of Thrones. Rhaegar and Viserion died way too easily on the show, but all hope isn't lost. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the biggest problem was just the dragons on the show look like shit. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> George will draw a nice picture of them in the winter <laughs> and we'll say it well, was I've seen, a lot better. I've seen the dragon pictures in Fire and Blood and they are way better, so he kind of already has. Yeah, George did the art for those. I mean, now, now they have the, the Funko Pops to, to model the dragons after. Mm. So. Ugh. Yeah, that is this true. Like so bad. <laughs> they're not good. Like, they're... I don't... Are any dragon funko pops even in the running i think the only ones that are in the running are the ones where someone sits on top of them those are good but just the individual dragons are not great there's there's one that i'm really pulling for which is night king with icy viserion where he's sitting on the icy <laughs> viserion and looking slightly troubled yeah it's good anyway let's talk about Regan and viserion dying way too easily on the show but all hope isn't lost yeah i mean basically <laughs> this article is just Hey, uh, the way the dragons died was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. It probably won't be like that in the book because it explicitly says mm. that it won't be. I'm I'm trying to gain an appreciation for this series though, uh, because framing it as news is like kind of dumb. It's not really news, and it's a you know it's kind of a funny framing to put it as this thing in the show might be fixed in the books, <laughs> but it's still you know it's still. A series that criticizes the show in with with like ongoing like they, they they keep finding new things to criticize in the show that the books will fix, which once again is a silly way to frame it. But if you look at it as um, this 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 thing kind of sucked in the show, I hope the books will be better about this. Then it's valid, and then it's like the same thing that we're doing. Basically. Yeah, that's basically just what we're saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, in this article, they go into, like, um, the original conquering of Westeros, yeah. and they're saying the Dornish warriors shot a scorpion bolt at the dragon Meraxes, killing the dragon instantly. So they know the fire and blood lore. They've done their research. Yeah. This isn't just procedurally generated, and that's yeah. nice. <laughs> Although I do like the procedurally generated ones, too. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, those are better, but, you know... <laughs> pretty good just the fucking silhouette of this dragon is so bad of the show design like they have like a huge belly hanging down and then then it's like going up again like it's not it's it's so unpleasant that's where the fire (laughs) lives oh is that is that there is the fire stored in the balls it's the fire sack yeah (laughs) this article in particular seems like it's really just underhandedly taking shots at the show like, this, this sentence near the end is, if Rhaegal is to ultimately die in the Winds of Winter, it should definitely be more of a climactic event than in the show, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. considering that Euron was a relatively new character who just happened to take a random shot at a dragon. <laughs> the bolts also just appeared. Like, we, we clearly saw in the shot before that they, like, if the bolts were there, they would have seen it, like, an hour ago. Because no. that's how f- physics work. That's how, like, that's how boats work. Are you forgetting that sound travels faster than light? So they didn't see mm-hmm. him. No, it doesn't. Oh, is that the tr- that the twist that uh, that this is like Discworld light, where where it's like slower than sound? <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, I'm not gonna put any effort more into this <laughs> joke. Never mind. Continue. I'm proud of you for trying to make a joke during the news, Emmanuel. Baby steps. Yeah. 
That's how they get you. He, he can't do it because his mouth is just full of bile. Um, <laughs> so you, you have to get through that. <laughs> Leave my humours out of this. <laughs> exactly. His humours won't let him do the humour. Uh-huh. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great news article from my mom. So thank you to yeah. my mom. Genuinely, yeah. thank you for this. Thank her from us. We appreciate yeah. her support. <laughs> of, official yeah. friend of the show. Friend of the show, my mom. Did she read it? No. <laughs> <laughs> she's never seen the show. She's never read it. Why, why would she? She can, she can hear it on the podcast. <laughs> that's, a, that's a life hack. If you don't want to wanna like mm. read your Game of Thrones news, just send it to us and then listen to a two-hour podcast yeah. to save time. I have my own horrible news, which is that my parents have started watching season eight of Game of Thrones for the first time, and they keep coming into my room yeah. and telling me it's good, and it's very upsetting. Mm. Have they seen the rest of it? They've watched, they've got to the long night, and they watched the long night and then told me it was good, so oh, I okay. can't trust them at all, and I have to leave, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just walking into your room, like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool. Yeah, I will. I will at this point uh, out Chaz about something because I was genuinely shocked when when you revealed a few days ago that you've been you've been lying to me about having seen season eight. I wasn't lying. I just forgot that I hadn't seen all of it um, <laughs> because I saw all the important bits. I thought, mm. which was the first episode, the second episode, and the last episode. You haven't seen the long night. <laughs> Yeah, but I've seen GIFs, so isn't one. that the same? <laughs> it's, uh, I think, yeah, you've seen all the important parts, which is... Mm. Like, you could have seen even less, and you would have still seen all the important parts. I watched the clip of Brienne and Jamie having sex. That was what was important to mm. me, and the rest of the season was just just yeah, noise. happened after that. Yeah, I'm so glad that they had, like, a happy ending yeah. together. That was it's nice. Yeah, J- Jamie <laughs> stayed with her and didn't... Mm-hmm. I thought you were yeah. gonna say he played with her ass, and I was. <laughs> he also played with her ass, probably. I was going and like I, I was hearing the fucking Kill Bill sirens. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she deserves, to be honest. Um, yeah, Jamie said chaos is a letter to Brienne, and <laughs> then he took off his face, and it was little finger all in. No. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he said chaos is a ladder, and then he climbed up it to get to Brienne. Because she's so tall. Because she's so tall, yeah. Who says, does she like a finger in the bum? And then took his mask off and it was Euron. Okay, I I do want to talk about this uh, other news article that I just found while we were talking about about dragons. And this is from the stock market publicist. (laughs) Uh Trustworthy? Ah. Some good Uh, graphics on this website. The Winds of Winter, novel by George R. R. Martin's story will be more darker. Exclamation, okay. exclamation. <laughs> Release date about the novel and latest update. So, I'm actually like interested in this one for just, um, <laughs> what's the word, uh, where you're like a detective? What's mm-hmm. the... Investigative? Deduction. Investigative journalism? Deductive journalism? Did you link it? Uh, hold on. Yeah, I linked it in your segment. What's the, like, it also means like debate, doesn't it? What? <laughs> Like the the word I'm trying to think of. Um, I have no idea. Um, forensics, like forensic 
uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. reasons. This why that I'm... doesn't mean debate, though. It doesn't. Well, yeah, but they always say like I don't, I don't know why I have that association in my brain because I think it's from like forensics club was like a debate club in my high school for some reason. <laughs> oh, that's that's entirely on your high school. Yeah, so that's just you. They do call the current Labour um, Party leader forensic whenever he's like doing good in the talks. So maybe it's like a hidden meaning. I don't know. Oh, holy shit! Okay, I'm I'm like going through this article. This is genuinely like one of the. No, this is a good article. The so first, far. the intro section is very good. The intro can section. I, can is I read good. this one? Can I read this? Yes, one? I like this picture. <laughs> okay, the winds of winter. The name does ring a bell. Yes, it was the episode of Game of Thrones season six, episode ten. But that the is title is not of. related to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just as George? I stopped being mad about them calling that episode that. I think George yeah. named this book after that episode of the show. No, the title is not related to the show. Don't get confused. <laughs> and wasn't episode 9 named The Bells or something? So, ring a bell? Okay, so I'm not that crazy. Forensics, it comes from like the same root word as forum. It's okay. like relating to courts or public like discourse. Okay, That's but this, cool. a hid- this hidden meaning. This actually reveals like some new things about The Winds of Winter because the next section mm-hmm. is about The Winds of Winter and it says The Winds of Winter is an upcoming novel by George R. R. Martin. It will be an epic yes. fantasy novel coming next in line. Yes. The novel will be sixth in the series A Song of Ice and Fire. So far, nothing new. It is expected to be a prequel for Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? Um, then. The next okay. sentence. Yeah, the next sentence, please. <laughs> it will mark the beginning of the <laughs> yeah, end of yeah. House Targaryen. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Do they know that? Okay. What do they know? <laughs> a house that is famously like doing great. Wait, I think they're confused because the next sentence after that, the novel will be in continuation of a Dance of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Are they thinking of the Dance of Dragons? Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe. know. Is that what the issue here uh, is? Yeah, they might have that mixed might make up. Sense. I think they mixed up like three things: <laughs> one, fire and blood existing. Two, mm-hmm. like this novel coming out, and three, the prequel TV show, which will be set during the Dance of Dragons, and is actually a prequel. Okay. God, what if The Winds of Winter was a prequel for Game of Thrones? <laughs> wow, people would love that, um, I think. I think the reception would be warm. Yeah. if You know, people handled it famously well when he said, I will put half of the characters in this book and the other half in the next book. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Uh, it says the story will move a little further north and will finally give all the answers to the previous novel, Confusion and Questions. <laughs> we are not confused. How dare you? We understand everything. <laughs> you just have to look at the myth stuff and then it's all perfectly clear. <laughs> Obviously. God. Some amateurs. Adventure with Dragons had many cliffhangers, so finally the wait is over. Exclamation Yay. mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Yay! We're done waiting. Six part will project light on some more characters in a darker past at their present story. So that's <laughs> once again I wonder where they have that information from. Where okay, why why alright, I'm like bringing back my evidence from being a mm-hmm. detective. Why is this place why is this site called Stock Market Publicist? And in their about us it claims that they uh wait, what? 
it's it, an overview. Gizmo Blaze is one of the most esteemed news media websites. Ooh. What is okay. Gizmo Blaze? <laughs> this is Gizmo Blaze. They just yeah. stuck a big graphic that says stock market publicist at the top for no reason. <laughs> oh, but it's the domain name. I don't know. Yeah. Gizmo Blaze is the news source for thousands of daily visitors. Okay, big wow, big flex. Thousands of hits a day. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, so Gizmo Blaze is an actual website. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at Gizmo Blaze right now. It has a it lot of. It looks exactly news. the same. There's also a Bitcoin in the in the stock market publicist logo. So yeah, uh huh. It's all leads back to Bitcoin. So I think maybe my computer is heating up right now. Looking at this website. <laughs> Thousands of daily visitors who are looking for general news, business updates, entertainment news. No, no, and in that list of things, it's just three. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Gizmo Blaze may cover news associated with technology, devices, and the digital world. Digital capitalized. This is the Digimon world. Okay, so the actual Gizmo Blaze about us is exactly the same. <laughs> okay. So it's possible they just copied and pasted the about us and then never edited it. Yeah. Right. So they, and they're, they're, t- they're saying, like, business updates. If you look at the main page, like the homepage there's nothing but shows uh a video game about fast and the furious a couple anime and then like i don't know a couple of random celebrity or like minor internet celebrities that i have no idea who they are anyway point is is like first i thought like okay stock market publicist maybe it's like one of those sites that has whether or not they're bullshit or not quote-unquote actual real-world news about you know financial stuff yes and then it's like all those sites also just have some asshole to dabble in uh and diversify their their content and have them talk about some Mm -hmm. media and then because that's always funny to me i like seeing that and like wondering this seems to be just media news it is it is and now i'm like i've got a new trail I don't know. I don't well, know, there's also there's actually there also is, celebrity uh, celebrity gossip on it. There is a section that says connect with us and says they read every email and usually reply within one business day. So should I ask okay. them whether about us calls them Gizmo? Do you have like a burner email address? <laughs> <laughs> if I put my email in this, will I just will it be sold? <laughs> will it be sold to some sort of spam? It might Absolutely. be, but you might also just get bitcoin ads every day from now on <laughs> but i want to know i want to connect with them all right can we wrap up this news article because the ending is really sending me yeah and then it says george explained how this novel will be nowhere close to a happy ending this novel will finally experience winter is coming finally <laughs> <laughs> i will experience winter is coming <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he said with winter yeah. approaching, the story will face more shocking deaths, pain, and suffering. It will probably enter a dark world. It will probably enter uh. <laughs> a dark, dark world. world. Thor, Not the dark world. world. I like the implication <laughs> that it's been all. It has all been like sunshine and happiness in the sunrise yeah. and fire so far. But now we're yeah, entering none a dark world. The deaths world. have been shocking thus far. I think. Wait, I started typing in Gizmo Blaze to check out that one, and mm-hmm. my like, I already had some one in the history that we looked at a couple weeks ago which is oh amazing so it's all coming together just the same thing are we going to 
I wonder how long it will take us to like actually uncover this whole mystery. Gizmo Place is the one that was will Cersei have her revenge? Okay. <gasps> oh, we love Gizmo Place. I think that's where that's where this thread started. With that. Okay, go to Gizmo Place for me and click on the COVID nineteen button <laughs> okay. for me. I'm interested. Okay, I'm on Gizmo Blaze. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, where's the COVID nineteen button? It's oh, okay. at the top. Yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Can someone explain what we're seeing here to our listeners? Okay, so statistics, COVID nineteen stats. And then it's just like a whole like five scroll pages of nonsense. <laughs> Just it's just like, like not a bunch even of words. broken yeah. CSS yeah. and uh, yeah, HTML. Okay, the other things <laughs> seem good. to work. Yeah. I oh. they're, still, they're, still, they're still working on getting the COVID statistics. They're checking. I'm searching this <laughs> website for Winds of Winter now. So, um, I mean, I guess my new theory is just that like these are two garbage websites, and one person was like, uh, "I want to make a second garbage website," and he just copied <laughs> the entire like HTML from the other website. He like right clicked on it and said "inspect source code," and then just copied everything. And he right clicked and clicked copy, and then clicked paste on his new website. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah, so I went to I searched Gizmo Blaze for. Um, Winds of Winter now. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting because it starts super normal with just like basically quoting uh, one of George's blog posts, like Regular. just word for word. And then it starts summarizing up things and then it gets interesting. Because <laughs> after they like quote him directly, it says, in particular, the author was outraged that he was writing about Cersei Lannister, Ersha <laughs> Grozoi. <laughs> Named Yara in the HBO series. Tyrion Lannister, Sir Barristan Selmy, one word, and Aria Hota. That's her. Aria Hota. <laughs> Ariel Hota. Sir Barristan Selmy, spelled as C E R B E R I S T O N. Barristan. Sir Barristan. Sir Barristan. Oh, I like that. Sir Barristan. Sir Barristan. Subversion. Wow, good. I like these characters. All right, uh, can we be done with news? Was there anyone? Well, last let's thing just that yeah, let's really just needed? wrap up this article. Uh, he uh, George said that COVID was helping him focus more on the novel, but that does not mean it will release early. It is a big book and would need more time. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, so thank you for joining us for the news segment. We now take you to the segment where, unfortunately, we read the book. Instead of the news. <laughs> There's no Tyrion uh, this, this week, time, though. Yeah. There's no Tyrion this no week, Tyrion. yeah. This week we read Bran 3, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Bran right. 3 and Catelyn 2? Catelyn 2, yeah. Has there only been one Catelyn? Mm-hmm. Five Tyrions and only one Catelyn? That's like the worst dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she hates it. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about Bran. <laughs> this Bran chapter is, I don't know, kind of uh, hard to talk about or s- summarize because there's like basically only two things happen, right? Like there's a big feast, lots of eating, and then we meet some special new friends. Ooh. Uh, and then there's like some 
some fun other things, uh, some fun thoughts, some fun insights into brands thinking and some like lore and world building stuff. So yeah, it starts with like a uh, brand riding dancer across across the hall of like in Winterfell with all the lords who swore allegiance to the Starks being there and you know shouting at him and for a second he's feeling good it reminds him of like the his dreams of being a knight and then he has to get like what's their name Osha and Hoda have to help him down the horse and then he feels bad again uh and then there's the then there's a big feast and then there's and there's so much food <laughs> Oh my god! There's, there's just, like pages. There's, there's just yeah, three pages a page of, of food description. description. Yeah. Uh, let's let's actually do a quick game of would you eat it? Okay. Okay. Great joints of oryx roasted roasted with leeks, venison pies chunky with carrots, bacon, and mushrooms. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you say venison one more time? Venison. venison. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say venison? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that word honestly. It's yeah, okay. it's a uh, deer. I'm just being okay. an asshole. I mean, I learned from Persona 4 that venison is just any wild animal meat, so it could also be boar. Okay, maybe George mm, is making I'm a Persona I'm pretty sure reference. it's deer. I, I mean, people use deer. it to mean deer, but technically yeah. it can be any um, wild animal meat, is what I was, was okay. told by a video game. I thought you just call that game, don't you? It's game meat if it's, like, wild. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm just telling you what a video game told me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I if I can't trust, trust a video, video game, game right now, who can I trust? I, yeah, I would trust <laughs> the, the makers of Persona with everything. They're, I'm sure they were never wrong about anything. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a Japanese game? Like, do they yeah. even know the English? <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a, a bad translation. No, they like they literally told me like the choices. It was like a multiple choice question, and it was which of okay. these is venison, and the choices were like boar, deer, bear. I picked deer, and they told me that the real answer was all of the above. This? Yeah, Wikipedia says it originally meant the meat of a game animal, but now, is the el- but now is an elk or a deer or an antelope. But I hate those kind of trick questions when you think it's one of those, and then it's... Mm-hmm. It's like, but <laughs> common usage, you, have you know? Of them. Anyway, next. Um, mutton chops sauced in honey and clovets. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't really like mutton that much. And honey yeah. seems weird for it. I'm going to say no on this one. Okay. Oh, no, I definitely would. Oh, yeah. Sure. Hell, yeah. I don't like cloves either. No, I'm turning this one down. I'm sending it away. <laughs> cloves okay. are good. Okay. You're sending it to the phrase. I love cloves. Yeah, I'm giving um, it to the phrase. Stick, <laughs> stick cloves in a ham. It's great, you know? Good, good shit. Yeah. Beef and barley stew. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. a big yeah, yes from me. That sounds fine. Uh, cold fruit soup. Also a yes. <laughs> Beef and barley stew, like, I hope there's something more in it than just those two things, because otherwise <laughs> it just sounds like oatmeal with beef in it. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be something else. It'll be like, um, cold it'll be like an Irish stew sort of thing. I mean, I would still eat it. Is it just, but I'm just fruit saying. juice? What's a fruit soup? Like Fruit soup? Like do you, do you not have that in, uh, in America? No. <laughs> In like it's super normal in like at least in Hungary or in Europe. It's just. Are you doing a European trick on me? Is it? <laughs> Is this your? No, really. Trick? We have we have cold fruit soup. It's it's pretty good. It's I've it's never, never, right. never. I have never in my life had cold fruit soup. So do you eat hot fruit count soup? Is cold fruit soup? It's tomato. I don't know right? what fruit soup is. What is fruit soup? It's fruit it's like soup. fruits cooked in like it's like usually like red fruits. Um, red fruit? cooked okay. in like. like uh, like some milk, 
Milky. Okay, no. 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 I have never heard of this. I gotta find a picture of it. Oh, holiday. (laughs) This just looks like you made a smoothie but didn't blend it. Yeah. Have you seen Have you all seen the uh, Unraveled where Brian David Gilbert tries to make food from Zelda Breath of the Wild and they like have milk, dragon fruit, and like a radish and they just put those things together? Is that what this is? It, it's literally Kinda. like you went to make a smoothie and your blender was broken. Yeah, but you That's also like you is. also like cook it. Like you also like it's like cooked fruit. Yeah, it's so like stewed, <laughs> stewed fruit, but like not too much. Oh, yeah. it says alcoholic beverages are included. That's why you guys. It's pretty eat it. good. It's it's like usually a summer treat because you you like make it and then you put it in the fridge and then you eat it later and then it's a refreshing treat basically. Uh-huh. Oh, my fruit pretty good. Treat. I'm not a fan of milk. This has got to be, like, the next level, because, like, whenever I talk about, like, myth stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, the first time I read the books, it's like, you basically are just looking at the plot, and it's like, wow, things happening, and then the next time you read it, or whatever, is like, the next, like, level of analysis you gain is, like, character stuff, and then, like, below that's, like, all this myth stuff, and before you know, you can access all these levels, your eyes yeah. just kind of, gli- like, pass over those things. I did not even read the words cold fruit soup. <laughs> these, this is completely Never new have me. I read these words. My eyes just slipped over these letters, and I, this must be the next level that we're getting a glimpse of here, because I did not even see this. This just did not even... It bounced off my neurons. I mean, I know it kind of is like uh, fruit just like chopped up and... and... It's literally know, just like, like frying in in syrup or, or, or sugar, and but usually you eat it with pancakes or something like that, but not like on its own. I mean, right. it's, we usually eat it like it's not it's not going to be the main meal, but you still also yeah. Like, it's like jam yeah. that isn't fully processed or something. It's just wet fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah not yeah. not that sugary. Like not not okay. that sugary. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, like like stewed fruit. Yeah, it it kind jam. of tastes like. I don't know. Yeah, it tastes like you. Yeah, like water like jam, fruit kinda. juice, basically. Yeah. <laughs> with like fruit, all the recipes with, like, I'm seeing says they put in tapioca in it. Is that right? Ooh. No, I don't think so. What is <laughs> what is tapioca? Wait, it's like a pudding thing. Yeah, no, but they say no, it doesn't no. get fully puddinged. It's just like maybe for sweetness or something. What? Like thicken it up a little bit? No, that's maybe. not like this recipe I'm looking at is just like, you know, fruits, cinnamon. Sugar and uh, cream. You literally are just taking a bunch of fruits, you put them in s- sugary water, and then you yeah. eat it. No, you also yeah. like cooking. That's like the foundation is, of most puddings. This is not what, like, it's, it's usually, I'm gonna, gonna send you the pic of this one. This kind of looks like, looks like what, it, what, what our fruit soups usually look like. What kind of fruit do you think they use um, in this feast, though? Probably oh, that's a good question. What do they have in? Yeah, in I the guess north? have to be berries, right? In the north. Yeah, yeah, it's usually like yeah, berries, berries and berries. like cherries. No peach. <laughs> so you're showing me this picture of fruit soup, and you're like saying yes. You're giving me the thumbs up. This is what it should look like. This is a perfect example of fruit soup. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, what, what else did you expect? Cool meal. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Listen, I've seen pictures of I've seen pictures of grits and shit. This is normal in comparison. I mean, I what's, need it. What's upsetting yeah. you about this? 
It's just nothing. It's just a wet fruit. <laughs> just have a bowl of strawberries or something. It's you just a, made the fruit a, a wet. Bowl of, a bowl of muesli without cereal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whenever I, I found out that, like, it's a French thing to where they eat radishes by just, like, slicing open the radish, putting butter in it, and dipping it in salt, and they just eat that. Which sounds great. Like, I would eat that. I haven't tried it yet because I ain't had a radish, but, like... I've never seen that. I, uh, it's I probably a thing. radishes just with salt. I just eat them plain last time I had it. I fucking hate this bowl of wet fruit. Oh my god, I'm so mad looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Should we get on? Yes, I hate you cold fruit didn't. I didn't think fruit soup would like be controversial (laughs) in any way. It's just so normal to me. It's like we eat it every summer. God. (laughs) I hate your country. Next time I'm actually like eating it with my family, I'm gonna send you pics. This is what's okay. making me racist now. This is my heel turn. <laughs> Cold fruit soup. Just cannot stand. Cold fruit soup. The, the lamp pies didn't break you, but the fruit soup yeah. does. For me, yeah. it's accents for carrots. Okay, let's... Fruit soup. <laughs> I'm going to move on with the chapter. So then, I'd eat fruit soup. Lord Wyman actually has brought some treats of his own. Uh, he brought 20 casks of fish from White Harbor, packed in salt and seaweed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yum. It sounds nice. Most of these I would also not eat. Oh, I love seafood. Crabs have, and mussels. I'll have the clams. whitefish. I won't have the winkles. I won't have yeah, the crabs. T- I won't have the you'll mussels. You'll take the tilapia. <laughs> yeah. I'll have, the, uh, I'll have the salmon. I could fuck with lobster, maybe. Okay. I will never fuck with lamprey. I think yeah, lamprey crabs. is one of the, one of the love seafood. Love clams. Wow. I like all seafood except fish. Oh. <laughs> okay. Do you think that's... they have Old Bay in White Harbor? They have awesome. what? Old Harbor. It's an old old bay spice. It's oh, like, is that I necessary for do. seafood? It's really good on uh, ev- everything. I just like <laughs> snort it, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. really good on crabs, especially. Um, and then they have black bread and honey cakes and oat biscuits, turnips and peas and beets, bean and squash and huge red onions, baked apples and berry tarts and pears poached in strong wine. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Yeah. But no tomatoes, so is it really worth it? No tomatoes. They have huge. Never discovered America yet. Yeah. (laughs) Are there? I wonder if there are any tomatoes. Probably not. I don't think so. That was an American import, right? Yeah. 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 Is there an America in Planetos? Uh, Theoretically, there might be, but we're not sure. But do they have potatoes in this? I can't remember. Yes. They definitely have that. Well, then they must have discovered America. Tomato, no results found for all of the books. <laughs> Interesting. What if what if they have a different name like tree egg? Whenever they yeah, say I was going to say tree egg, but tomatoes tomato. don't grow on trees, but like bush egg. <laughs> but vine <laughs> egg. Vine egg. I mean, eggplant. Tom- tomatoes are technically a fruit, so the cold fruit soup could just be gazpacho. No. <laughs> it's not a tomato soup. So Which is also yes. good. I do like a tomato soup. But... Tomato soup is fine. I don't have a problem with that. I do like the image of Bran eating some tomato soup and a grilled cheese. Ooh. <laughs> Alright. Right. You can make it through this chapter. It. Nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> so much happens. The big uh, fruit soup controversy is pulling us apart. <laughs> um... Yeah, and then there's some music being played, but no one appreciates it, which is sad. Mm. They're uh, all just they being play... noisy. 
this is this the fir- I, I wonder if this is the first mention, because they play Iron Lances, The Burning of the Ships, and The Baron the Maiden Fair. Yay! We love that one. Slap City. Crank it. Yeah. Slap City! <laughs> I want to hear Licks about The, the Burning honey of from the Ships. Her hair. Yeah, I The Burning about. of the Ships sounds it's probably well, like a Decemberist song. Like Brandon the Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brandon the Burner. Well, that's the thing about yeah. him is that, you know, a Brandon that's burning a bunch of ships, you know what ships are. A dragon. Um, dragon? Or a horse? Well, werewolves. It's it's the first Brand the Maiden Fair mention, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. What if they what if they sing Burning of the Ships and it's just full of foreshadowing? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I mean. just want to imagine it's really foreshadowing yeah. the song. That's what I'm talking water. about. Yeah. What does Bear and the Maiden Fair foreshadow? Um, Nothing. The best characters. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Um, Something about a bear. Okay. Maybe. Jorah. Yeah, it's about Jorah and Daenerys. Mm. It is, kind <laughs> of. Yeah. But it is. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Now I hate it. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so then, <laughs> then Bran has the great task to look at every food and tell him who he wants to send it, send it to. <laughs> and uh, he sends Hodor and Odin some sweets, which is nice. He says he does it because he loves them. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. my god, you baby boy. Yeah, <laughs> for no reason, but he loved them. It's so lovely. I love you, Hodor. I'll never do anything bad to you. He sends a lobster to Joseph, the master of horse, who was neither lord nor guest, but helped him learn to ride. Yeah, he helped um, him with his and then fancy he, horse. And then he sends some lame vegetables to the water. Yeah, yeah. get their asses owned, <laughs> devastated. Boiled beets and buttered turnips. Mm-hmm. Boiled beets is the worst thing yeah. possible. Buttered turnips great. is okay. That's fine. That's it's neutral fine. to me. It's, it's not as good as cold fruit soup. Fuck you. <laughs> What if Bran sent you the cold fruit soup? He likes it because he has good taste. I'm sure I'd like it. I like. I would eat yeah. it. I'm not picky. It's, it's. I don't think anyone would like actually mind it. Like the, you, you might be opposed to the concept, Kay, but like it's <laughs> like it tastes. Yeah, fine. Ass, all right. I Do mean, you like don't... like fruit and yogurt? Like I feel like it's just that. With yeah, it's like that, but yeah, uh, it's watery fruit liquid. yogurt. It's basically fruit yogurt. Yeah, just. But it's like watery. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Imagine fruit yogurt, but instead of yogurt, it's like fruit juice. Okay, I definitely think that cold fruit soup is going on our hugest treat um, nominations <laughs> for the end of the awards. <laughs> yeah, hated treat. This is the big, this is a bigger food controversy than lamprey pie was. I, I did know. not I hate see this last. <laughs> uh, then Osha is like being sexually assaulted. I guess. Which is mm. a bit we a bit of but a weird thing to put in it, your so put in this chapter, I think. Well, it's sort of like in both feast scenes, everyone's like, "Let's grope some, yeah, yeah, some." Yeah, it's just how, regular. It's how you party in vampire times, I guess. Mm. Yeah, and it's then, like every feast scene. Yeah, yeah. Bran is like, Bran is like, damn, I wish I were in the Godswood instead. Yeah. He's also getting drunk at this point. Yeah, Bran is allowed to drink wine, and he takes one sippy, and he goes, "Oh my head, yeah. uh oh." Yeah, it's <laughs> breaking edge for the first time. It it says it's been like sweetened so that mm. it goes down easier, but yeah. it still hates mm. it. I made sure that the baby wine had a lot of juice in it, so they could drink it and get drunk. Yeah, yeah, just just sweetening it is not 
It's really a good tactic, I think. Yeah, I could like make it mulled wine, and that's pretty mm. a cool mixed drink no, for an eight-year-old. Yeah, just give him, just give him juice. I do want to point out that Osha breaks the flagon over the di- guy's head that yeah. touches her. So. Yeah, and everyone loves that. They're like, everyone loves yes, get his ass. Go off, Osha. Everyone says it's epic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he has like flashbacks to the first book. Yeah, Brent says, oh, this is just like another feast that I was at, except everyone's yeah. dead now. <laughs> then he thinks, yeah, then he thinks back of all the people who uh, who used to like used to be serving them and is now dead, like Jory, Fat Tom, Porter, Alan, Desmond, Holland, Harwin, and then he thinks about the new guys who he doesn't like as much, and they're called Hayhead and Poxitim <laughs> and Skid Trick. Skid Trick? Yeah, our, fr- our famous friends who yeah. will remember and see many times. <laughs> Skid Trick. Skid Trick. I just love saying, here's my mate, he's named Hayhead. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's a regular guy, and he's you can depend on him. Hayhead is just a guy from from The Wizard of Oz. I think it's just, like, the one blonde person in the North. Mm, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. God, they're so mean. You have, like, one notable characteristic, and they're like, this is your nickname now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather be Hayhead than Poxy Tim. So. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn, he's got the pox. What did Rick do, though? What's a skit? <laughs> Rick. Oh my god, he's 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 the one he does skits. Yeah, <laughs> he's an improv comedian. Yeah, yeah, he's the one improv comedian in the north. <laughs> god, here comes Rick with his fucking skits again. <laughs> Rick, Rick like goes behind like a screen and Mime's like walking downstairs and everyone's like damn this is so fucking do good. not give him audience participation <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah what well, he asks for a location and everyone says Winterfell Winterfell, <laughs> Winterfell. <laughs> the wolf's wood yeah. Uh, all right, I can do some great stuff in the Wolfswood. That's hilarious. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> What's the deal with fruit soup? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then there's two new, two new friends being introduced. Yes. Okay, before that, Bran does look up and down the benches at all the faces and wonder who is going to be alive in the next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> normal, normal thoughts for eight-year-old. Yeah, but he's like, well, he is a Stark in Winterfell, yeah. um, and he's almost a man he's grown. Almost a man so you grown. gotta remember that. Jot that down. Okay, I'm jotting it down. <laughs> mm. Almost. Okay. Now what's happening? Yeah, a guy named Ale, named Ale Belly. Uh, mm. <laughs> what a lad? Ale Belly. That's. <laughs> I wonder what's his favorite. What his favorite <laughs> <drink> is. <laughs> I wonder how he looks. Yeah, ale is stored in the belly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, he leads in two new guests, uh, the Lady Mira of House Street and her brother Jojen of Greywater Watch. Yay! Yay! And why are they? Ooh. Why are they of two different things? I mean, they're both yeah. of House Street, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. Is it just like they're both of both, and he just like yeah, knows yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> And then the Walders are being shitheads and murmuring that they're frog eaters. And Mira says they yes. Have, they have green <laughs> teeth from eating frogs. Delicious. 
I think it's interesting that that Mira is introduced first. Kind of unusual, right? She's the older yeah, one. Like she's if, an older yeah, one? yeah, but like but he would he would lady. be the the heir, right? You think? Um, I don't know how I thought, do I thought it. with the Cranogs that she was the heir, isn't that a is thing? It? Or did I imagine that? I don't remember that being a thing, but this also sounds like something that could be a thing. Yeah. We yeah we don't really get any details on it. I think that it's definitely possible. That... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Roderick, like Roderick is like, uh, oh, Brand, these these are the, these are the children of Howland Reed, who was a great friend to your father. And then I made a big pock face when uh, <laughs> pock champ face where I read that. We love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he will appear in the book. Right. There's so many new friends in these two chapters. It's amazing. Yeah, like genuinely in these two chapters, like some of my favorite characters of the entire series are introduced. So because I love the Reeds. <laughs> Yeah, they're cute. They're good. They're They're just funny little friends. Yeah. They say, we love to eat frog, problem? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I love all mentions of Howland Reed. Because he's like, Mm -hmm. he's just like a, just like a nice, nice little man. He's just a small boy. Yeah. And, uh, oh, there's gonna be, yeah, there's gonna be like a little bit later, Bran is gonna remember that thing that according to the TV show, Mm -hmm. uh, Ned told this story thousands of times <laughs> yeah. of how he killed Arthur mm. Dane. Uh, well, in this one, he just remembers like once he asked uh, his dad if the King's Guard are truly the finest knights, and he says no longer, but once mm-hmm. they were. Uh, and the finest example of that is Sir Arthur Dane, who was like so cool. He had a blade called Dawn. It was forged from the heart of a fallen star. Wonder if that's that means anything. Yeah, I underlined um, that, and I nah. said it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> he was caught sort of the morning, and then he says he would have killed me, but for Howland Reed. So, mm. and then refused to talk anymore. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Then, he, then yeah. he got sad and never talked about it again. Yeah, it's because he had to use Howland Reed as a human shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it made him very sad to remember. <laughs> Yeah, but this was a, I skipped a bit bit ahead for that one. Just wanted to mention this 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 nice cool Howland Reed lore. But yeah, Bran looks at them and decides that he likes them because they want to see his puppy. Yeah, we came this all this yeah. way because we heard you have puppies and we are babies. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you have some delightful dogs and we want to meet them, please. Yeah. They also like swear fealty to Winterfell. Yeah, and it's metal as hell. With a Pretty sick pledge, yeah. That yeah, yeah. It's never used again, I think. Yeah, Brand like, doesn't oh, know it. This one wasn't on my test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bren is like making the sweating face. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's Enyaba sweating to uh, about <laughs> thinking about what he <laughs> needs to answer to that, and then he just like improvises something. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. They say we swear it by ice and fire, which is the title of the series. Means so. anything. Yeah. Oh. But also, what if it was a song of earth and water? <laughs> that would be very cool. Yeah, Bronze and Iron would also be pretty cool, honestly. I think earth yeah. and water is probably the lamest one. And it's still yeah. pretty good. Earth but and Bronze and Iron are now. not really opposite, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, they're just kind of friends. Kind of the same. <laughs> they're just cool things. Uh, earth also, and Iron yeah. might be opposites, but... Hmm? No way. Because the others, like, hate Iron. Oh, so it's myth opposites, okay. Yeah. Maybe, but that's <laughs> so kind of the only time I see iron it. Iron is 
Hmm. Is iron icy or is iron fiery? It's, it's fiery. What? It's fiery. <laughs> Good. <laughs> what? What? What would you say is the opposite of iron, like in real life? Oh God, I need to look at a period not table. Iron. Everything <laughs> that isn't iron. I'm not sure. I I don't think metals have opposites think... exactly, unless it's like anti-iron. Like, I don't know. Like oh yeah, it flesh could be like anti-iron. Or living iron. things. Like... Yeah. I think like something that's like gooey, like gooey, that would be like the opposite <laughs> yeah. of uh, like fruit of soup. Iron. Yeah, yeah, soup is the opposite of iron, exactly. <laughs> A song of soup and iron. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they're asking for the puppies. Recon says they're in the godzilla because Shaggy was bad. Yeah, they're oh. in timeout. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Bran is feeling very, very big boy when when he says they won't bite me if I'm there. Yeah. Oh, I like said that. I, I thought mm-hmm. Earth and Iron were paired. Never mind. Bronze no, and Iron. It's were okay. Paired. Yeah. I was just letting you get away with it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Cut this out. <laughs> I mean, Earth and Water aren't really opposites either. They are in Pokemon, so that's fine. Oh, but and they then aren't like in fucking Avatar. Someone sings a song about the long night. Yeah, it's yeah. a good song. Wait, I have stuff to say about that song. We'll get to it later. Yeah. Okay. I love this foreshadowing oh, chapter. It's just like, this, mm, yeah, this is this is why this this, is, this chapter is so hard to tackle because really the only things that happen are just they're eating, and he meets these two people. But there's so much like things that we know are meaningful, and I'm not quite sure how to talk about this. But anyway, they sing, yeah, the the band sings a song called The Night That Ended about, like, Brand describes it as where the Night's Watch wrote forth to meet the others in the battle for the dawn. Sounds pretty yeah. cool. It does. And then Hodor begins, begins to dance, and my mental image of this is unfortunately the Twin Peaks scene where Leland Palmer dances, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my mental image when I think at first... He's described as like jumping from one leg to another. I was thinking of like a, a sick jump style shuffle that he's doing. Oh, that's better. <laughs> okay, I've done. I've just just done some minor research, and um, apparently, according to a world of ice and fire, both Mira and Jojen are described as as to the mm. Reed family. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So, so I don't know how they work that out. I mean, we can. They're just friends. A little later. <laughs> <laughs> they just simply yeah, they just don't do it. need to fight for yeah. one person yeah. to rule. That's pretty good. Yeah, like, like it. because we, like, spoilers, I guess, never meet Howland Reed so far. So, so far. Yet. Yeah. Or have we? <laughs> oh. Ooh. No. I don't think so. <laughs> you can't prove we haven't. But because because the like Cranog men are always just like mentioned, I always imagine that there's swamp or whatever. Where, where do they live? In the neck. Yeah, like the the place where they live. I always ju- just imagine that as the what the world would look like meme. Like that that is just like the fucking best place. They're all just chilling. <laughs> what if they have just like perfect anarcho communism in there? That's how I like to think about it. You know, they just live in like they a very communal do. society. And they are using crocodiles for transportation, <laughs> yeah. just like in the future. Yeah, <laughs> we can have a perfect society yeah. if you would all just eat a fucking frog now and again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Hodor watches some people having sex, and they don't like that he's watching. I mean, <laughs> maybe they should not be outside then. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. funny. 
Bram's just like, stop bothering them, how do we, let's go. It is described as, Joe says the master and horse engaged in a different sort of riding. Jesus, ah, great, great stuff, George. <laughs> and just one chapter ago, Brand's idea of sex was men lying on top of, like falling asleep on top of yeah. women. I like to play so my wife. Yeah. I don't know how he, where he gets this riding double entendre from. I don't think he is like connecting sleeping on top of with yes. sex. Mm. I think he just yeah. thinks yeah. that if you're married, you sleep on a big bed on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are constantly saying they lied with their wife, and he's like, yeah. okay. So yeah. Okay. It's just... Because he, he said before that he knows what sex is. Like, he's seen a dog do it. Yeah. So he knows about yeah, this. Yeah, he watches the horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. a singular yeah. dog. <laughs> it's also kind of like, not not to show my entire ass here, but... They're like doing the the movie sex thing where they're like against the wall and yeah, just find a room. I don't know. That never happens in real life. Yeah, that was my question because they constantly do it in movies. And I don't know, it seems much more easier and comfortable to find an actual room. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but he's master of the horses, so he's very physically strong. Oh, so he wants, just wants to show off that he can do it yeah. standing up. <laughs> <laughs> And the lady was impressed. She was into it. She's loving it. She's giggling, yeah. Yeah, she's having a good time. Which is nice. It's nice to have normal sex on this. <laughs> Outside yeah. where Hodor is watching, yeah. One show of regular <laughs> sex. <laughs> Relatively normal. So the stars can see. Okay. They want the they want the comet to see it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's their comet. Yeah, because you see um the woman, she's the moon and um <laughs> Joseph, the master of horse, is the is um you got this the sun, mm-hmm. but also the comet destroying the moon. Okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> move on. Okay, yeah. The last thing that happens is it, it ends a little weird. Oh, really? Something weird happens in a brand chapter? What? Yeah. How do I even describe this? Brand goes sleepy, and then he has a little dream. Yeah, just a regular one. So he's in summer. Yeah, and he's he having sees like the reeds dream. come in to the godswood to yeah. come see puppies. Yeah, they wanted to see the puppies. Yes. And yeah, and Mira is like, Jenjin hey, is not afraid. Yeah, these are pretty big. Aren't you a little scared of this? And Jenjin says, no, I'm regular and I cannot be killed. Yeah, Jenjin <laughs> says, this is not the day I die, which is interesting. This is not the day I die. It could be the day you get fucking maimed, though, dude. He does what Tyrion did to the dragons in the show. <laughs> <laughs> This is my number one problem with Jojen. He'll say, this is not the day I die, so I can do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bran fell out a building and didn't die, but it still fucking sucked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anything could happen <laughs> to they you, could Jojen. Take your leg off. Yeah. This is not the day that I get mauled and survive still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not the day I lose my fucking hand to a wolf attack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So th- yeah. So this is this is like a weird shift of perspective in the way that this is described. I don't know. Like it it just says this this sentence, and then it's then then he suddenly describes just the the male walked toward them unafraid and reached out for his muzzle. Like it then it's basically described from like Summer's perspective. Yeah. And then it says at the brush of those fingers, the wood dissolved. And the ground turned to smoke beneath his feet and swirled away, laughing. And then he was spinning and falling, falling, falling. So it's kind of a normal way to end the chapter, I guess. Jojen did a, like a spell against him. 
Bran always ends the chapters being like, I'm falling yeah. off something. Bran be falling. Yeah. Chojan has like uh, mod rights in the weird net and, and kicked him <laughs> off the server. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's been that longer. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't know. It's hard to say like what's happening here as yeah. far as that goes. Right. And, and <laughs> I was wondering if I'm just dumb that I don't fully understand the way this happens. I mean, I understand everything except whatever Jojen does at the end. Yeah. I wonder if we get like Jojen's perspective on this later, like what he was trying oh, yeah, to do. Or if was it just, oh, like uh, the connection of the, I think it's not that big of a, uh, a spoiler that Jojen has like some powers. So it's it's kind of short circuiting at this point. Like I mean, I feel like the whole time Jojen is like, I am a special boy. Jojen's like, I wear only green. I'm a magic boy. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Even my say? eyes are Peter green, Pan. but my teeth are regular. <laughs> God, I wish his teeth were green. Come on, George. Mm. Give me this one. You know who else has green teeth? Who? Squishers. <laughs> Alright, do we have Squishers. anything else to say about Bran chapter? I love Bran. Good uh, we We'll probably Bran. talk about, like, this Yeah, we'll talk about spoiler stuff, spoiler. but do we have any, like, regular It's hard to talk to about um, Well, thing. I know this um, thing about the uh, Sword Dawn that is mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Only one of them, um, huh? Like, yeah, um, some people <laughs> consider it to be the original ice, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a theory. Yes, it is a theory. I have no opinion. I, yeah, I, I don't really it. either. The thing with it is I don't understand why it matters. Really? Why the sword is cool? I know. Well, why it matters if Dawn is the original ice. It's like, but how will that affect things? I guess it could in that it still exists and hasn't been melted down, but I don't know. No, it would just be like a cool metaphor. Like ice and fire, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that um, the stuff we can get from it is basically like the nature of the Starks and, like, where they came from and and mm. stuff like that. I don't really see much importance in the sword itself, you know? It's just, like, a marker of <laughs> yeah. lineage and stuff like that. Okay. Should, should we talk about Cat? I have, like, three little things that I just... I'd like to mention. First, uh, Rickon is biting people now. Yeah. And, like, yeah. <laughs> if they want to cut his hair, so... <laughs> I did notice that, yeah. This boy is, is going feral. I mean, he just saw yeah. how well it worked for Shaggy, and he said, yeah. this has to be me. Rickon looks yeah, at his wolf when... and says, that is me. We're also told that Sh- uh, Shaggy is full of fear and rage, mm. so... Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound great. Despite all his rage. I mean, he's also almost a man grown with his four years, so... Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. yeah, he has to face his fears. The second thing for the second chapter in a row, uh, Bren is learning that uh, women can have different body types. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like not all of them have, have big titties and are round. <laughs> like we had, uh, you saw uh, Osha naked uh, last chapter, and now, oh, Mira barely looks like a girl because she has small breasts and this. Yeah, the brand description of Mira seemed kind of weird to me. It didn't really seem like something Bran himself would comment on. Yeah. It seemed like kind of like a creepy George thing almost. Mm, yeah, it's I was strange. like, "Hey, George, I mean... leave Mira alone. This is Bran. He's baby." Yeah, I mean, she does like look at him and he blushes at yeah. one point, which I, don't I mean, know. yeah, but he's eight. I feel like eight-year-old crushes are not about how big the titties are. Yeah, yeah, true. Kind of weird uh, description of of Mira here. I think. 
Yeah, I just, I didn't like the way it was framed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's like, I don't know if he was like 12 or 13 or whatever. It's like the time where you start noticing that, but. I don't think an, an eight year old thinks about yeah. the barest su- suggestion of breast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Especially when she has like a cool frog spear and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't. You're like, damn, she kills frogs with that. It, do- yeah. it doesn't matter in like future mirror appearances. Like, they're just going to be like you mm. know, having fun playing games, whatever. Yeah, I feel like you can tell me that she's like slight and slim, and I'll be like, okay, yeah. she has small boobs. Mm. You don't have to tell me directly. <laughs> yeah, you don't have like. <laughs> but if you've only she's seen anime, womanly, and yeah, yeah, like she's she's very slight and slim, but she has massive knockers. <laughs> she has <laughs> just huge. You know that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, that's you. <laughs> Real cartoon balloons going on there. Does feel like more of a George? Def- George like needs to tell us about everybody's press situation than like an Stop actual brand at the moment. Yeah. Just keeping a note of everyone's breast sizes for comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what, is that why the Winds of Winter takes so long? <laughs> yeah, right next to like all the names and then the horse names and then the eye colors <laughs> and then the like myth things. Cup size, and then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is a challenge. Whatever, George, you're yeah. cancelled for this one. Uh, the last small thing was uh, uh, Sir Roderick uh, wanted to dance with Lady Hornwood and she refused. He got curved. Yeah. So sad. sad. They could at least dance. Like No, she's yeah. like, I can't I give him hope. Yeah. She's too sad to dance. Yeah, she's never going to dance again. women. Because... Mm. What's the... I don't know the lyrics that... of Kalex Whisper, so I can't like, help you with that. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. But I don't think she's guilty. She's just sad. Yeah. We'll figure out who Which... that song is about. It's not about mm. her, though. <laughs> Somebody is playing that on the saxophone, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. In this scene. That's so fitting. I, I could totally see this scene happening with, like, Kara's Whisper on the saxophone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 well, how did you know that yeah, was the exact tune out. of The Burning of the Ships? <laughs> oh, interesting. That would be so and great. And I'm never gonna sail again. <laughs> my dad fucking disappeared. <laughs> alright. That's, that's all for Bran. Now it's Calentine that's for all sure. For yeah, I just wanted to give a quick update on the fruit soup situation because I posted and posted <laughs> in the same image in Pigot Discord and everyone agrees that they would eat Not it, everyone so. agreed! Almost <laughs> everyone. Like, five people agreed and uh, one disagreed. Oh, fruit soup. It does just look like really watery yogurt. It looks yeah. like... And this is the best picture you could get. I saw so many that were even worse look, than this. Look, pictures online aren't great. But like... Food pictures are like great. Fr- food, food pictures, like especially with like normal everyday food. I, I think it's always hard to find like good pictures of them. If it was just anyway. like some kefir with like... With uh, berries in it, then I would just... I would slurp that up. Like, It's not though. Okay, it's Catlin time. Okay. <laughs> we are moving on. We're not talking more about cold fruit soup for another 20 minutes. Unless Renly has some. Um, yeah, unless Renly eats some in this chapter, which he might. I don't remember, cold, but, cold you know, I wasn't looking for it before. Um, oh, Renly would love it. Yeah. What does that mean? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it and waiting for the reactions. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Catelyn wakes up from a dream where all her children are happy and fine, and Ned's there, which sucks because that's not actually true. Damn, she got tricked. Um, <laughs> dreams she got tricked by happy dreams again. That shit um, tore me up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I mean, yeah. Uh, Dawn came cruel, a dagger mm. of light. Ooh, like the sword. Um, she wakes aching and sad, and she's like, what's happening? Oh, we're going to see Renly. So her and her friends, uh, Wendell and Shad, give her some food. They went hunting, but she just wants some nettle tea and like some oatmeal and bread. And that's upsetting to Sir Wendell because he loves to eat. What's with the... like? Because both of the Mendeleys are described as being, like, extremely fat. Like, what's what's mm. with that, George? It's just Mendeley culture. Yeah. They're just big they boys. Like yeah, it's sumo culture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They're just large men. <laughs> what's his name? Wyman Brand says he's, like, still graceful on his feet when he's yeah. dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's strong. Like a sumo wrestler. Yeah. yeah. It's just all... <laughs> exactly like a sumo wrestler. They've got such a big core... So it's like all the stabilizers yeah. are activating all the time. <laughs> okay, so she talks about Renly and she's like, she hasn't seen him in ages. She has like a little flashback to when she was talking to Rob before she left. And he's like, I've got to move out because it's what I got to do to keep everyone on my side. And she's like, you can't go to Harren Hall because that's just going into the trap. And he's like, I'm not going to Harren Hall. Wink. But doesn't tell her where he's going. Um, she sort of guesses, but we don't. I don't think we know at this point. Yeah, I don't know. And I read the book and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I honestly can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's like, it's a it's a cunning move for for one so young, basically. But he, he brushes her off and it's like, you've got to go. You've got to negotiate with Renly. So she's journeyed to where Renly's current camp is. Um, she eats her porridge. She meets some guys who are like, oh, hello nice to meet you and she's like yeah i'm from rob stark the king in the north and this guy is called sir colin is like um actually king renly is the only king correct i don't think that's true this man is named sir colin i I found it very hard to get over sir colin yeah i thought what if if he like was a Targaryen loyalist and and named his son uh sir anus colin (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, then he would become the true king you guys okay you all went for colin i was just reading it as colin it's probably how it's supposed to be i can't not read this colin once you read it colin you can't read it any other way colin says hang on i gotta go make a green pool Uh, thank you. <laughs> we are scholars, truly. <laughs> if you're making green pools, you need a, you He has problems. Right? I'm not saying it's regular. If you eat too much fruit soup, you make green pools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the risk. <laughs> oh my god. No. Okay, so Catelyn's like, oh shit, am I being escorted or am I being captured? I guess it doesn't really matter. It's all the same now. Um, they reach the camp and they hear loads of noises and they see loads and loads of cook fires and they see this sick ass camp full of like trebuchets and siege engines and knights and people with spears, squires honing swords, teamsters, whatever <laughs> those teamsters. are. Dre- 
<laughs> Teamsters is a social media platform for people who like to be in teams. Um, <laughs> Teamsters? That's just like people that drive carts. Yeah. Okay. Well, they are driving wagons, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, people with pigs. The steel points of pikes flame red with sunlight as if already blooded. Hmm, what does that mean? And so Wendell Mandley is like, shit, that's like a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and Kat's like, yeah, it's not great, maybe. Um, they see all the banners. They see the Florence and the Fossaways. Um, they see Lord Tarly, uh, Spanner, Boo, <laughs> Oakarts, Cranes, Mulindors, Manders. But everywhere there's like loads of um, Tyrell stuff and Highgarden insignias, which, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Renly's standard, mm-hmm. obviously, which is the Baratheon one. And then they hear a bunch of noises, and they're like, what's going on there? <laughs> um, <laughs> and as they go on, they they see a big, uh, there's a melee in process. And um, yeah. it looks like it's been going for a while. They sound like uh, the murmur of a, some distant sea. Ah, I did not notice that. That's both evocative and probably meaningful. Interesting. Mm. They're just having a tourney. They're probably just, probably just like tourney noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're just like hitting each other. Yeah, the the ground is like sh- like fucked up, and there's like broken armor everywhere, and like lances, and there's like only a few knights who are left, but they're all like stabbing each other. And Cat's like, "It's good that I got here at the climax. That's pretty good timing." <laughs> that is not what she says. <laughs> I'd have to wait around for a whole day, and that would be really bad pacing. Uh, <laughs> Catelyn does not but, say, no. uh, I love to see the tourney. She says, fuck this tourney. No, she doesn't. She says, this is cringe. What is going on? Why are all these people fighting when real people are dying um, elsewhere? But they do see some people in, like, rainbow... Well, one person in a rainbow strike cloak, which is pretty cool. And he seems to be doing pretty well. Um, there's an even bigger, like, awesome guy who's in blue armor. Mm-hmm. And it's got a fucking morning star and is doing like so well and like beats the shit out of some helmetless, helmetless red bearded guy called Red Ronnie. Definitely deserves Get it. Fuck that guy. And but people aren't really happy about this blue knight. They're not a fan. Because they love Loris. Yeah, they love Loris and they just go, they, go Loris. They're uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable with what they are witnessing. Um and Catelyn's like, this is fucked up. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much. All my children are away from me and everyone here is having fun. Um, be miserable, please. Yeah, she's just jealous. Well, she is, but also yeah, she has good cause to be, probably. Oh, yeah. And then watching and laughing with his his wife is um, Renly, who Catelyn's like, damn, he is pretty hot, I've got to say. Damn, he do be dressing. He looks exactly like Robert and in a hot yeah. way. He looks like the sexual Robert that my dead uh, husband was in love with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, this is how Ned saw Robert, and now I understand suddenly. He's got an easy smile and deep blue eyes and hair and <laughs> long limbs and stuff, and he's got a, a slender circlet of pure soft gold with roses on it and stags' heads and shit, which isn't as cool as Rob's, like, iron, angry I mean, crown. It sounds like a it pretty cool crown like, to me, I mean, it does, but it's soft, you know. Um, I do like how, like, pretty much every character in this series has, like, you know, like an appraiser's yeah. skill of identifying metals, even from far away. Like, <laughs> Well, I think, like, it's it's definitely conspicuous 
like conspicuous wealth. So it's saying, look, this is how much money these people have at this point. So yeah. Renly's whole thing, and this whole chapter is definitely like, look how much shit I have. Renly's staff. But it's just like, she can so see much Crown stuff. from far away, and she's like, I know that Crown is soft gold. <laughs> I know that it's soft. I know it. <laughs> that gold is shitty and soft. I, well, I mean, expensive and pure, but yeah. Golden eyes and golden antlers. It has like an emerald got, stag on it. It's a jade. Yeah. A jade. Oh, jade, stag. okay. Dark green jade with golden eyes, it says. Even better. Yeah, pretty meaningful, I think. Um, and next to him is a very pretty girl with doe eyes and curly brown hair, and she looks pretty and nice, probably. And then everyone's watching the melee, and uh, Renly is like, go Loris, Loris, go hide. Go Loris! Um, <laughs> I, I guess because he wants to be supportive of his wife's brother. Yeah, so. just his wife's <laughs> brother that he likes to support. Yeah, she, he just likes likes to watch him fight. Um, and now uh, there's only four men left, and everyone wants Loris to win because he's hot and cool, and he's the Knight of Flowers, and he looks really he's great. Just a he's a handsome got, like, little roses boy. Roses all over him. Yeah, he's just like fifteen. Um, yep. Yeah, and then they watch, but the Blue Knight he. He, like, you know, does some cool moves, um, pulls Renly off his horse. Everyone's like, boo, don't do that. But they they fight some more, and everyone's yelling, and they do some more melee stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then in the end, the Blue Knight um, manages to get off his helm and then has, like, a dagger at his throat, and Loris says, yield. And then they go to see Renly, and he's like, ah approach and then this blue knight takes off his helmet and oh shit it's it's a woman it was a lady the whole time <laughs> a woman uh-huh, it, a woman Caitlin's mind short circuits at this Catelyn says woman her name is Brienne of Tarth she is daughter to Lord Selwyn the even star which is such a fucking Lord mm. of the Rings mm-hmm. name he, this guy this motherfucker <laughs> is an elf yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they, they call her Brienne the Beauty because she's not beautiful and they're like, this is really It's clever. a trick name. Um, <laughs> Irony, do you get it? <laughs> uh-huh. And each, yeah, um, Catelyn sees her and is like, damn, so she's like got shit hair, um, good eyes Catelyn though, fucking um, goes in. Crooked teeth. Her teeth are prominent and crooked and her mouth is too wide. Okay, her lips crooked are ass looking, swollen lips looking, freckle having. She's... she's She's got loads of freckles, which is terrible. Um, and her nose has been broken, and Catelyn's like, aww, is there anything worse than an ugly woman? And it's like, yeah. yeah. People will say that Renly is cancelled for saying that Stannis' daughter is ugly one time as a joke to Littlefinger, but nobody will cancel Catelyn when she goes off for a full page about how ugly Brienne is when we all like her. Look. Uh, but she doesn't laugh at her. She goes on. Oh, has internalized yeah. misogyny, and that's yeah. a different thing. And also, it says pity filled her heart. Is there anything? Yeah. She doesn't say. Is there anything worse yeah. than an ugly woman? She says more as, unfortunate. More unfortunate. Yeah, and that's what I mean. There is stuff more. Catelyn says she's. Horrified. I mean, there is, but it's like she says she's horrified. All right, so she's horrified yeah. at the idea of a, a woman knight, which is yeah. a little bit different than just being. Like, wow, she's ugly. All right, go I on. I don't know. Go on. Yeah, but well, the point is that when Renly is like, I will let you be part of my Rainbow Guard of Power Rangers, Brienne is actually psyched, and she looks very happy. Well, um, she asked for Catelyn. it specifically, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's her boon. Yeah. 
And then when Katniss watches her, she's like, damn, she is in, she's in love with Renly. <laughs> For sure. It says, the way she looked at the king was painful to see. I guess. She just seems happy. Brain is taller than yeah. Renly. Renly's <laughs> just like six inches boy. or something. She looks, yeah, she looks down at him. She was a good hand hire, though Renly was near as tall as his brother. She's like fucking Yeah, tall. she's like She's gotta foot, be I like... I think she's almost seven foot. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I did see a thing with, um, I did see a thing with George where he did say her exact height, but mm. I can't remember what it was. But she's not as tall as... She's not as tall the as mountain, the mountain, but she's she's like the same height as the hound, I think. She's dunk sized. She's large. Yeah, she she she's, do be long. She's big. She's big and she's good to me. I love her. <laughs> I love Brienne so much. Yeah, so they introduce Catelyn to Renly, and Renly's like, "Oh, hey, um, this is my wife, <laughs> my real wife. You know her." Yeah, I'm ve- I'm yeah, very very horny and... for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love to have sex with women, and... but only my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like, wow, you should be glad that my brother isn't here. He loves to fuck women. Luckily, I only fuck my wife. My, my wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. There's a very funny thing in this where um, Catelyn sort of goes between saying Lord Renly in her head and saying King Renly in her head, depending on what's happening. Yeah, she's just vibing hmm. with it. Yeah, out loud she calls him Lord Renly, and Brienne gets really upset and is like, you have to call him your grace. Um... And Catelyn owns them all by being like, the distance between a lord and a grace is a small one. Um, my my son is also a king. And Renly's like, damn. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the whole time Renly is like, whatever you want. Have mm. have your, have your yeah. choice. I don't really mind. He's like, there'll be time enough when the war is done. When When's your son going to try and invade Harrenhal? And she's like, uh, I don't know. When is your I'm, not, I'm just a woman and I know nothing of war. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Callan says, Renly can't trick me. And Renly says, I would yeah. never do a trick. <laughs> I'm just a smiling Renly's man. Like, no trick, no tricks. And then they're interested in the fate of the Kingslayer and she's like, yeah, we haven't killed him. And they're like, why haven't you killed him? And it's like, you're all the worst. There is no use in killing him at this yeah. juncture, really. Specifically, our good friend Randall Tarly says... <laughs> yeah, it's Randall Tally, of Fucking course. Randall. Obviously. I can't believe that motherfucker yeah. is here. I'm glad a dragon ate you, non-canonically. <laughs> <laughs> and he he brought his sword just to to show off. Yeah, he brought his big fucking stupid sword. Yeah, yeah Jorah's sword. He's like, oh, no, no disrespect <laughs> to you, Lady Stark, but Lord Rob should have come and done this himself. And yeah. Catelyn's like, King Rob is actually doing war rather than just like. Doing tourneys. And, and Renly says, like, Damn, owned. you got owned. <laughs> king. King Renly. How can you say Renly isn't the king when he always is doing king shit? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. We'll talk about it. I'll, I'll discuss my opinion on Renly. It's kind of a spoiler, though. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Just let Kay do her cheerleading <laughs> unopposed for now. <laughs> Okay. Um, so yeah, so Catelyn gets Renly's super cool pavilion, and it's basically glamping. It's got like fucking everything. <laughs> he's got a big tub. He's got quills and a bowl of peaches, mm. Mm, plums and pears. But they're interestingly not in a soup. Yeah, well, it says they're in bowls, so they could be in soups. 
I feel like fruit soup is just like somebody had ice cream with fruit in it and then they left it out too long. And they're no, because like, well, it's, it's not like creamy. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, the ice creamy. cream is really hard because you have to freeze it, whereas you could have fruit yeah, soup at exactly. any temperature. And I will let you know that Wikipedia actually says that this originated in Eastern Europe. So thanks for... When they know. fucked up ice cream. Taking a stance against my culture without ever trying. I told you you'd be racist. This is your fault. Um. And I will also let you know that Jordan and Peacock actually said that it looks delicious and he's going to try it. Like, try to cook it. Yeah, well, let's see how that goes, all right? Uh, probably yeah. really well. Um, yeah, uh, he's got a bunch of hooks and shit and... Um, Catelyn's like, okay, so this is just telling me that he has a fuck ton of money, which kind of probably mm. part of the point. Um, he's got great armor, which is like green and shit. And she looks at it and is like, wow, I look drowned. <laughs> the face of a drowned woman. Can you drown in grief? Mm. Um, and I look at the camera and go, oh no. <laughs> George wrote this like 10 years before it happened. And he smiled at the camera and we didn't even know. <laughs> God. Imagine reading this and being like, what a nice metaphor. Um, how lovely. A bit overdramatic, maybe. Very meaningful. Yeah, a bit, a bit overdramatic. Drowning. Hmm. Come on. Yeah, but she, she just gets dressed and wears some nice clothes so she can go to the really cool feast. So we get another feast and everyone's feast, sitting feast, there feast. and having a, a great time. Um, Brienne is also on the high table, along with everyone else. Um, the Fossaways and Catelyn, etc., um, Lord Mathis Rowan. And Brienne is not wearing a dress. She's wearing a super cool velvet doublet. Um, she's cross-dressed. With, yeah, well, Basically. she's just wearing cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. With um, a rainbow, with her rainbow cloak. Mm-hmm. And she's, uh, but unfortunately, she still looks plain um, because she has the same face. Um, <laughs> Do, why doesn't Brienne just put on a different face? Duh. <laughs> Come on. How, how would you do fun. that? Um, Catelyn does some more mean thoughts, mm-hmm. which I know aren't meant to be mean, but are still mean. She has huge freckled hands, the wide flat face, the thrust of her teeth. Out of armour, her body seemed ungainly, broad of hip and thick of limb, with hunched muscular shoulders, but no bosom to speak of. Which, like, what, damn, read me. <laughs> maybe, and, maybe that's where our brain gets the... Like, yeah. The, the titty radar. Catelyn, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she raised all her children to comment on the bosom. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, it's clear from all her actions that she knows it. And she tends to, like, sit hunched and not talking to people and just, like, staring at her food. She's still quite young, isn't she, really? Yeah, she's pretty young. young. She's, like, 20. Yeah, she's 18. And I love okay. her. Yeah, she's 18. Jesus Christ. But she's super and she's strong. she's 10 feet so. tall. She's got big yeah. shoulders. I love it. Big shoulders. Yeah. Of food, there's loads of them. They've got more venison and caffons and bread. I'm just looking through. Mmm... No fruit soup that I can see. <laughs> also, the thing that I noted about this meal was maybe the word dessert is not invented because he says for the sweet, the sweet of the meal. Yeah, they call it they call it sweets. Um, the sweet, the sweet of the meal. The sweet. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but there's there's no such thing as dessert. They could, should call soup just the the wet of the meal. Sweets yeah. for the sweet. Yeah, <laughs> for the sweet tonight we have. A fancy little pastry food. For the solid of the meal. Cream swans and sponge sugar unicorns. Ooh, unicorns. Lemon cakes in the shape of roses. Mm -hmm. But the rich food makes Catelyn queasy, which is a metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a metaphor for her tummy problems. <laughs> it's a metaphor for the green pools. But also, she's like, mm, damn, all this richness when everyone else, apart from my son, who's having a great time at Winterfell, um, is eating poorly. God, I really want apple crisp and buttery cheese. I would fuck it, That'd yeah. So good. I'd fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, right. <laughs> No, she doesn't. Callan, Callan says no. She's abstaining. <laughs> um, she watches Renly. Um, he is sitting with his wife, but is talking to mostly Loris. Um, and Loris is also very hot um, and has like beautiful brown hair, and is also wearing a rainbow guard cloak mm-hmm. because he is in the rainbow. Cloak. He is, and every now and then. King Renly will give Marjorie some food from his dagger or, like, kiss her, but, like, mostly just talks to Loras. He has um, a fucking timer set on his watch for when he has to show affection <laughs> to his legal mm. wife. Yeah. I think it's just because he finds Loras' conversation very yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just, like, talking about sports. God, they What's are, better though, this? Guys being d- dudes, yeah. <laughs> Guys being dudes. Guys doing dudes. Um, just some blokes having a laugh. <laughs> What's wrong with some heterosexual times amongst lads? <laughs> there is yeah, nothing better. Some more heterosexuality in this book. Yeah. Um, Lord Varna dandles a serving girl while uh, someone diddles a harp. Which is just I liked fun. that. I was. <laughs> Are you sure you don't <laughs> want to reverse these? Uh, yeah. So there's more. There's some more groping going on and some more hijinks. Everyone's having a boisterous time. A fool comes around and does some fool stuff um, with a dwarf because of Butter funny bombs, Lannisters. Mentioned. And Renly thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, Renly's like, damn, why are you beating your brother? And he's like, oh, I'm the Kinslayer. And he's like, the Kingslayer, not the Kinslayer. And everyone's like, Yeah, Renly is so the guy who goes to the improv show and is like, please pick me. I want to interact with, <laughs> with the show. <laughs> he's like, damn, I would have been an entertainer if I hadn't been a king. He would have been a podcaster. And like, fuck. <laughs> Lord Rowan's like fuck he hits the button that says baby and Catelyn's like babies. yeah they're all very young um, none of them have been in war before none of them have really fought anything real they were all children when the last war happened um, and when Balon Greyjoy did all his mm-hmm. shit they've just, they just love stories and tourneys and they've never actually seen real warfare and Catelyn's like war will make them old as it did us and she pities them and Rowan's like, why? They're great. They're having fun. They're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking so much. What's wrong with that? And Callan's like, winter's coming, you know. And Brienne's like, no, it's fine. Winter will never come for us because we'll die, and then they'll make songs about us. Yeah, yeah. In the songs, it's always summer. Um, yeah, and the, all the maids are beautiful, and the sun is always shining, which is uh, uh, my heart. Brienne, <laughs> Brienne, and Callan's like, winter will come for all of us. <laughs> It will come for you too, child, and sooner than you think. I know, is just like um, a, an, an evil witch in a story. She's like, nah, you are she's happy just, now. She says, she have you ever heard of nihilism? <laughs> yeah. Well, through this whole chapter, she's like basically like half crippled with grief in all her private moments. She's like, I can't handle this. But then she's like, no, I got to, I got to for the war and for Rob. But just like, 
This is terrible. Yeah, I think Carolyn and Lady Hornwood should hang out and like work on their problems together. <laughs> yeah, and it would just be I'd nice like for both therapy. of them to have someone to connect to and understand them. Mm. I'm sure that'll happen later. I wish that did happen. After, like after her dream, is it then or later that she's talking about how like she's so tired and she yeah, like just wants one. to not be have to be strong for like an hour. Yeah, she's just, just like, a day, yeah. an hour. I'm- I think that's a bit later. She's like, I just want to not have to look after people. No, that was at yeah. the beginning. Worry about things. It might have been at the beginning. It probably happened twice. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I feel like wasn't that at the end mm. of Game of Thrones too? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of times yeah. where she's just like, oh god, I just need a fucking break. Like, mm-hmm. but she can't because she's got to do politics. Yeah, she gets angry at her own frailty when she's like thinking about how she looks drowned and stuff. But yeah, so she's like, okay, time to talk to Renly, and Renly's like, let's go for a walk. And Brienne's like, I'll go with you, and Renly's like, no, I'm fine. Um, and Brienne's like, okay. Cool. I'll, I I'll wanted sit to down protect then. the king. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a spearman who's just like slouching. R- yeah, Renly finally gets his ass. When, cool when he like straightens up. <laughs> and then Renly's like, yo, is Barristan with you? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for... <laughs> A man of the six and twenty Barristans tell me. You know the guy. <laughs> fair, fair. This is a, the funniest fucking thing to me whenever he says, I heard that Barristan sa- swore he was going to take service with the true king, so I was waiting for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Could only be me. Yeah, like, say what you... Barristan would never. <laughs> say what you want about Renly's claim. Barristan would be, like, the last person who'd, who'd think, yep, that's the one. Yeah! <laughs> you know... Yeah, Barristan's not like, hmm, I think we should get rid of the old systems and go with this you gotta, new thing. You gotta be optimistic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Barristan and our buddies, he would definitely think I'm the true king. Yeah, like, me and Barristan, we used to hang. I was like, he'll come, he'll come over here with me, but he doesn't. Interestingly, yeah, I remember when me and Barristan had the disagreement about should we kill a baby. <laughs> oh wait, but yeah, one that day was great wasn't times. it Barristan and Renly who came to the van when it was Sansa, like before Lady died? Wasn't it that Barristan and Renly? Yeah, yeah, yeah they were so. bros. They, they were chilling together. So they. <laughs> They were bros. They definitely were chilling, but he would never decide that Renly's the true king, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Renly's like, I was keeping a cloak for Barristan, um, but he he didn't turn up, so I was like, maybe he went to Rob? Mm-hmm. Which is also hilarious. Yeah. Like, Renly yeah, which he also wouldn't do. What a poor read, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, because Barristan, if he was going to go to anyone in Westeros, it would probably be Stan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at this point, I'm not sure he it knows about the incest or is certain about the incest stuff. So basically none of them who appear legitimate in this are the true mm. king. So he has to go to the Targaryens. Which... That's an interesting theory. I wonder if we'll ever meet him again. No, he probably came to some yeah. harm. He probably died. He was old. Yeah. Yeah. He was fucking old. He probably got killed by like highwaymen or something. <laughs> or just some random two people in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two people in one mask? <laughs> yes. Oh. Two, two girls, one mask. Two, two kids in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> two, 
<laughs> yep. Fuck's sake. Okay. I said what I said. I would love for like Beristan to just like find a farm and like chill for the rest of his life. I mean, I'd like that for all the characters. I mean, he just offered that and he said, fuck that. He said, no, I swore to yeah. die for the king and I'm going to fucking please die. Please let me die for the king. Um, and meanwhile, Renly's like, yeah, I had to leave. Um, I was going to help your husband and give him some swords, but he said no. He didn't want to take Joffrey into power because he swore to protect Robert's children, which is kind of true. Mm-hmm. Um, I lacked the strength to act alone, so I, I fleed before Cersei would like fucking kill me. And then Kat's like, well, you could have just stayed and, like, helped out anyway. I don't... But he's mm. he's like, well, your husband, he was fine, but he wasn't bending. He, like, believes in honor and stuff, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not what he says. <laughs> but he says he would not bend. So they go up into the tower, which is a power play from Renly. And there's this incredible conversation. So first of all... Um, so Renly good. goes, how many fires are burning around Riverrun right now? Look how many stars there are on my floor that are campfires. And Catelyn's like, shit, that's a lot of people. And Renly's like, listen, uh, you may have 40,000 at the Trident. And Cat's like, yeah. And Renly's like, well, I have twice that. And I've also got another garrison. And also the Dornishmen are definitely going to join me. <laughs> yeah. And also, my brother, who supports me, and also Paris is just gonna come every minute now. Yeah. And, <laughs> Soon Catelyn enough, says, the Dornish will join me with all yeah. their power. Uh-huh. And Callan says, "It would seem that you are the one who has forgotten Stannis." And Renly's like, "What? No, Stannis is cringe, dude." He would never be king. <laughs> it's like, Stannis would never even try and be king, because he would suck at it. And people don't love him, but they respect him, I guess, and maybe they're scared of him, but no one, like, likes him. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this logic for Randy? Like, I'm saying, like, what the fuck does this mean? Men respect Stannis, even fear him, but precious few have ever loved him. Why would that matter yeah. in whether he would because. be a good king or not or if people would even I want mean, to be I mean cuz that's how Renly got all his power or if it, people it follow you like if yeah. they if they respect and fear you they will follow you yeah most likely <laughs> I mean if you if you look at Renly Renly grew up when the rebellion happened so I think to Renly he's already seen that the sort of divine right of monarchy doesn't yeah, actually hold up um it's like basically something people do to prevent conflict but mm. in the end it's basically whoever has big army go kill he doesn't even so get like, that far he doesn't because he doesn't say he realize that it's a way to prevent conflict he's just like oh no he doesn't know that i yeah. mean he just sees it as like whoever has the biggest army becomes king because that's like sort of how it's mm-hmm. been in his life and so he's like surely everyone else is like chill with it well that's it. all right I want to talk about that for a bit, but let's finish out the chapter. Okay. I want to yeah, just talk about like, we have the great the great Renly debate, like how Renly can come to all these conclusions. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he's like no one but Maesters cares. Robert won the throne with a warhammer, so I have this claim, which is my loads and loads of men who love me and want me to be king. If your son supports me, then I'll be nice to him and I'll help out. And he can rule in Winterfell and he can even call himself king in the north. I don't give a shit. He's like, king is only a word, even though I've just called myself king and this is a big thing. Um, But fealty, fealty, loyalty and service, those are all like super important. 
And he's like, I don't want to rule a broken kingdom. The Starks knelt to Aegon, etc., etc. Um, and then someone, someone interrupts him and is like, huh, we're uh, being attacked. And he's like, what? But Tywin hasn't left her at home. He's like, um, it's, it's King Stannis, Fucking apparently. Who? <laughs> so, like... What's that, like, that post making fun of, like, Ads and on YouTube. Yeah, we are like, fucking under attack by Stannis. <laughs> 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 Which is very funny. Like three paragraphs after Catelyn's like, I think you forgot about Stannis, and he's like, What? No. And they're like, Yeah, yeah Stannis is here to kill you. <laughs> no he's, a stra- he's a dragonstone waiting. <laughs> yeah, he just he's helping Renly. He wants to help. Yeah. So Renly is completely like one egotistical and and self-centered and like solipsistic like he's completely just unable to fathom anybody else having like different ideas than him he just claims that nobody but the maesters care about the bloodlines and stuff and he's like nobody really gives a shit about that i'm speaking for the silent majority here like people say yeah <laughs> I mean... yeah seriously like mm. When it like, comes he to doesn't right understand now, that Stannis, even, he's just like, oh, Stannis can't be king because people don't love him. And he just thinks that Stannis will have that same logic and therefore not claim the throne. Like, he's just blind. Like, it's it's wild to me. I don't know. It's just hilarious. Like, the oversteps he makes and the things he plans on. And that the Dornish will join him? He's just like, yeah, I can just, they'll just be with me. Why? I assume For it's because they hate Why the Lannisters. Why would they ever... Well, they hate the Lannisters, but they hate the Reach, too. Yeah, exactly. And that's his entire power base. Like, Yeah, they really do. Yeah. And what does they he mean? Hate... Like, I don't even... Because he says, you know, people don't love Stannis. <laughs> they only respect him. But yeah. like, who the fuck... No, we've like, already debunked that. How many people actually love Randy? Besides or Loras? Or any of their lords. Except the Starks. Yeah, but but... They they don't love him. They they love that he's doing like fun parties, basically, right uh, now. Renly. Oh yeah, how yeah. I love his him. How, oh how I love his money. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, he is very shiny, which is appealing right now. He's um, a big strong man. He's gonna lead us to be powerful political people. Listen, what we need is we need a hot figurehead to get behind. This is what so we need. Just, all the other kings, they're not hot they're enough. Baby, we need a hot king. They're ugly. <laughs> we have a, a, sexual, yeah. a sexual king right here. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lithe, muscular king. Um, and I'm going to put him on the throne so we can all look yes, at Yes, this is what we need now. <laughs> <laughs> this will bring the whole kingdom together. But I, I do think it's like interesting because Renly is like, Renly has all the clues. <laughs> When he says, <laughs> when he says, you know, the thing about what right did my brother Robert even have to the Iron Throne? Like, he's so close to getting it. He's right about that. Like, Emmanuel yeah. didn't like him talking about the Maester thing, but in the case of Robert, I think it was true. Like, the way that they finangled Robert onto the throne through, like, oh, his grandma was a Targaryen. Like, I don't think yeah. anyone really cared about that. There's nobody else in the power block that overthrew the Targaryens that has any ties to the royal bloodline. There's no, like, who else fought with them yeah, that like, has any Yeah, no, like, that's, that's why they put Robert up for it. But obviously yeah. it shouldn't have 
happened, right? <laughs> like, why was it Robert? Just because they liked Robert. Yeah, but but he, he's right about that, that, I think. But then he gets to the conclusion, well, that means I can do it the same. He's right, though. He can do it. He just shouldn't. He can do it, but, like, yeah, exactly. Also, like, he should, I think, remember that a lot of the people that are supporting him now uh, stayed loyal to the Tegarans during Robert's Rebellion. Like, I think the the Tarleys and the yeah. Tarells mainly, yeah. So, like... The whole rage did, pretty yeah, much. They, they mm-hmm. stayed so loyal the to the bloodline and didn't join the Rebellion, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could make the argument I mean, like, that they thought it was like the, yeah, the side to support and that would prevail in the end. But, yeah, it kind of yeah. just reads to me like they thought the Targaryens would win, and that's why they supported the Targaryens, not like through any love yeah. of them. And it was pretty it was, close. It was a close yeah. match. GG's all around. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> GG, no re. Yeah, I was going to say that I think often as well, one of the big tragedies of Renly's whole thing is that obviously it wouldn't probably wouldn't have worked out well, but um i guess that's spoilers yeah we can we're never really are we done with non-spoiler things for renly i mean we could talk about like generally the political implications of him making a claim on on power alone and like how that would reverberate through the world if that precedent was set uh it would be really bad is the thing because you know the the, all the feudal lords model their their rule after the king if the king is just like Mm. Well, I can just take it. It doesn't matter if I have an older brother or not. It's like an invitation for every lord that, or like younger brother in in a house to kill each other. Just try and like it would cause a lot of strife. <laughs> throughout, it would be very unstable. Well, that was the whole thing with the Targaryens as well, where they only had like they had one problem with claims, which was that they couldn't decide if it was like it went to if the women, women or people. Or it went to, like, God, and it's then, so hard yeah. to tell sometimes. And then that caused, like, an enormous war where they, like, killed everybody um, and burnt, like, a shitload down. So, like, any sort of... Any challenge to the sort of primogenitor stuff is, like, super dangerous. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's, like, the best system. Yeah, it there's... has to be challenged eventually. It has to be challenged oh, eventually, yeah. I mean, but... but I don't... If they have to get rid of kings... <laughs> yeah, sure. Which I think they should do. But you don't get rid of kings by killing a a bunch of people and then saying i'm king now <laughs> i think i think the step of i'm king now because of some sort of merit instead of i'm king now because i was born to be king is like a step in the right direction but kills more people i think though i don't think that's like the way you do that because there can no there can never really be like a true meritocracy without democracy so the the meritocracy you're talking about is just who can get the most swords and that's not real merit in my opinion Mm. the best like the way we saw it i'm not a history person at all but my understanding of like generally how the like power of kings was brought into check in under feudalism was like uh minor you know lords underneath them like getting together and like doing collective bargaining well in england at least that is how it worked it was like magna carta slowly takes more stuff away from the king until eventually it shifts the power towards parliament rather than the king. Yeah. But also you can just kill them like the French did. I am the number one Renly supporter, but I think if Renly is enough of like a a power-grabbing dictator king to make people kill him, then that's the right thing to happen. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you should definitely kill the king if he's a tyrant, probably. Yeah. But like, it's not. It's a bad system, and there's like. But it no matters. It matters who kills the king and how it's done, and like what the messaging is. That matters way more than just killing the king. I mean, the whole thing with the Targaryen rule originally was the only reason that they managed to keep rule was because they, they had big, big dragons. They No one could fight them, and they were like, we are the rulers now, because But that's not the dragons. only thing that happened. Aegon did so much shit to, like, to legitimize his own, uh, yeah, his own rule. He made all kinds of alliances. He Well, yeah, no, that's... The Targaryen stabilization, the most stable kings, did a lot for infrastructure and... Um, Aegon took the stuff, faith like, of the seven. He was like, "Oh, like I already had my crowning and it was cool, but I'm gonna be crowned by the High Septon because that's an important symbolical." Uh, I'll take faith of the seven, except for that wife thing. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already married. He's illegality so. of incest, except for me, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm gonna create a new. Th- well, he didn't, but he's like, I'm sure this won't cause problems when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> then there were issues. I mean, it only caused problems whenever Megor tried to do it. Yeah, there's there's no problem in having two wives who are my sisters. The faith yeah. says this is good um, because how big well, my Ma- dragon Magor is. Megor can have six wives, so don't worry about it. Um, All I'm saying is that he made he did lots to like you know he offered uh, terms. He like did things diplomatically. Like, and it's not like Renly isn't doing that, but he kind of isn't, because he's like, oh, your husband wouldn't bend, and he wouldn't do it my way, so I just ditched him, and by the way, look at my huge army. This is, like, the messaging here is like, you do it my way, you know, king is only a word, but I want all the things that you get when you're king. I mean, he's, I think he's being fairly diplomatic compared to fucking anyone Uh. else who's like, Stannis is like, you are not allowed to be king in the north. His diplomacy is look at my huge army, which like I mean they could have discussed terms, but they never get to because Stannis is here now. It's literally just saying, yeah, you can Rob can name himself king, but like just not be that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just changing the meaning of words. <laughs> yeah, other people can be king when I can be super king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're king in the north, and I'm the double king. <laughs> <laughs> king me. Yeah. Joffrey's just wearing like four crowns, like I'm the ultimate king now. King two point though. Yeah. He's four checkers pieces yeah, stacked up. <laughs> the only way to know who's the true king is to see who Barristan goes oh, yeah. to. <laughs> it's like the fucking the groundhog that shows his shadow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like he's like standing in between all of them as they stand in a field and they're like <laughs> But Barristan yeah, but is the white like, shadow. Whichever one he goes to is the real king. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can we talk about Rob here for a bit? Sure. Yeah. What do you have to say about Rob? Yeah. Because I don't fully understand what his approach to this whole king stuff is supposed to be. Because he named himself King in the North, right? Yes. And the real uh, I mean, his lords. Northern yeah. Emancipation. Yeah. His lords named him king. Yeah. And he said, okay. He said, I guess I have to. Yeah. But then he sends out Catelyn to treat with Renly, but also not acknowledge Renly as king. He basically wants to split the, the kingdoms. Like He wants to be king I mean, like, Ka- down to the Riverlands and the south. Renly gets the rest. Yeah, like, they're willing to have him be king in the south. I think you were talking about like not acknowledging him as king of 
Westeros, yeah. though. Not yeah, even true. not even of the Six Kingdoms, mm. yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Because like, yeah, Rob, he's you know holding to the law. He's saying the law applies to kings as well. So you can't have a younger brother, whatever. So, but he's just like, hey, you've got a big army, and like we gotta see how we stand with regards to each other, and maybe we can ally. But I, I can't call you king because it's not honorable or whatever. Mm-hmm. How would that have worked? I don't know. I mean, We're, they're just checking. Okay, they're just checking. <laughs> And uh, that's it's kind of the point of the whole story that it's so fucked up and and yeah there is there is no clear answer to to like solve all this because I really think that right. like everyone's Ro- interests are kind of not lining up. Rob won that like one battle against Tywin with mm-hmm. the tricking and two battles. Yeah, two battles. <laughs> but in in this, it really feels like like I, I made fun of Tyrion a bit for his bad metaphor, but. At this point, it really doesn't feel like Rob really knows what he's doing or what his standing is supposed to be like in the grand scheme of things. Like, I don't. He doesn't really seem to have a big game plan to all these like rival kings and Westeros. I and mean, how. it's very awkward, right? Because yeah. he has to fight all of them basically because yeah. he wants to secede, and all of them yeah. want him to not secede. Yeah. Yeah, or just, like, hope that they fight each yeah, other. Yeah, basically that's what he's doing. He's like, I hope all these kings die so I can be king of just my guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the North is only actively in the war because Cersei, uh, they have Sansa and uh, presumably Arya. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would yeah. probably See, just sit back and wait how everything, like, south turns out and yeah, defend and their borders. And they're and burning up the riverlands yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And there are, like, material aims that, aside from, like, the political stuff, like, they both, you know, they share common enemies that it'll be, like, super easy if they did join forces to just crush the Lannisters between them. Uh, Renly would probably stop, like, moseying up the the Rose Road instead of, like, he would probably march (laughs) and get there faster so that they could uh, <laughs> defeat the Lannisters. And then they got to figure out the political stuff after that. But they at least got to see, like, all right, <laughs> well, is there any chance of us figuring out the political stuff? So once we do that, there's something, some kind of relationship between us. Yeah. I mean, like, how are things going to stand if we do beat our common yeah, I enemy? I think it's fine to send yeah. his mommy to go see what's happening. Yeah. No, I'm, like, imagining now that, you know, classic thing of okay we'll we'll team up against the common enemy but when he's done it's war between each other so they could like yeah. team up against Tywin and then as soon as he's he's dead they like look That's at each other sometimes. and start fighting each other yeah like an MLA yeah exactly yeah so it's cool. a metaphor of a melee like in World War 2 mm, it's a metaphor of World War 2 <laughs> <laughs> yeah in the melee that happens right? they team up against Bran and she kills them both alright do we want to go to spoileries? Yeah, spoilers. 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 I need to pee. In my okay. podcast, it's more likely than you think. <laughs> Welcome to the pee break zone. <laughs> Welcome to no. the pee zone. <laughs> We're not putting this in. If you have a green pool, go to the bathroom. Consult your We're waiting for you. <laughs> You're the one we're waiting for. Get out of here. <laughs> have an, an audience with Sir Colin. I'm just 
worried that if Emmanuel is gonna edit this one, it's gonna be a coward and not put Careless Whisper in. Three times now at this point. Spoiler zone. Spoiler. <laughs> okay, the point about Renly is that it doesn't matter if Renly has a claim or will be a good king because we'll never find out um, because he dies fucking immediately. How dare you say this? So <laughs> of course it matters. <laughs> Renly. Renly. His no, he's alive. Is, he's a. He's fine. His political theory has been disproven by getting stabbed by. Yeah, Charlie. what the hell? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what Rob does because he's gonna die. So let's just not even. He talk got about defeated it. in the marketplace of dying. Well, no. My point is that his character is like a tragic figure. He's like oh, for sure. sort of in a in a sort of thematic sense. He is this like death of the ideas and the ideals of like the summer children. You know, they're all like, oh, we're going to go to war. It's going to be this great sort of fun thing. We're doing the tourneys. We have all this these, like, wishful ideas about heroism and stuff. And then he immediately dies because it's not like that. And it's it's, it's unsustainable as... God, I don't, even, as I don't a even know what to say about that. Because Catelyn's like, oh, they're all just wishful summer children who have never done a war. And then she also says, like, in that same paragraph that they're just as old as... Robert and Ned were, but she says that that war is good, even though they were the same. I I don't think she's making. Yeah, I think it's the approach. I think it's the approach of it because Rob doesn't want to go to war, and he gets he's like, "Well, this is cool that I have this glory and stuff," but he sort of hates it. She's just saying, "I pity them," like because they're being, you know, they're having fun now, but they don't know what they're up against. They're like, "What's going to yeah. come for them?" And I don't think she was making moral claims on the uh, about the different wars yeah she's just saying like you know i was 18 or whatever whenever robert's rebellion happened and by the end of it i was like i was a girl when it started and by the end of it i was like an old mother like sure i'd gone through grief and stuff yeah i think it would have been interesting to see well it would be interesting to think whether they would fight some wars and get better and they'd all become cynical or whatever and maybe they'd defeat the Lannisters if they all work together, but we do never get to find out. Yeah. Fucking Stannis. Sort of, Classic again, the, Stannis move. He is just... Yeah, he's just a... He's a tragic figure, I think. Because um, he seems so powerful in this moment. Um, and then he's struck down. Yeah. Oh, not powerful, but he's in a good position and happy and laughing and stuff. Oh, I mean, he could have easily won the whole thing even if he had made no alliances. Yeah. Because the Dornish are probably yeah. going to just stay out of it the entire time. But he, and it seems he doesn't really want to go to war because, like, Caitlin mentions Renly? that Randy, yeah, because... Well, he doesn't want to do, like, a big, long war. I mean, he's he's just posing and, and flexing his muscles at this point. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think he, he kind of wants to... Everyone just kneel before him, like, seeing this overwhelming might. But that uh, seems to be his plan. It is a political strategy... 
It's a valid strategy, absolutely. I mean, that yeah. is a way to win. I mean, that's like that's like the yeah. Stark thing where the the Stark who knelt or mm. Aegon yeah. in the beginning, he didn't lose any men because he was just like, okay, you're obviously going to beat me anyway, or you probably will, and anyway, those of my people will die, so I'll just say, fine, whatever, and not fight you. And that's what he wants Rob to do. And I guess you could say he hopes that other people also won't try to fight, but will go, wow, you have loads of people, I give yeah. in. Like Tyrion says, it's like the best strategy for him right now because. He's throwing all these tourneys. That's his method for, you know, like how Rob says, if I don't do anything, my army's going to go, My they're going to leave. Like Keep them busy. Yeah, so he's throwing all these tourneys. He's having fun. He's throwing feasts. Like, that's how he keeps them in. So he's not losing anybody, and everybody else is, like, having mm. to fight and lose people that way. Or, or so. Yeah, and it, it's, it's not hard to see, I guess, why Stannis thinks that this is his only way to win is to do what he does. To, yeah, take his brother's power. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, if only that did anything. And it, like, split... It does... His army does splinter, like, very quickly after he dies. Because they have no, like, I guess... Mm. His army splits they, they're into They're all gonna two. go to different places. <laughs> yeah. They have different loyalties. Interesting. I like how mm. their, their loyalties are largely decided by geography. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. But that's, like, everyone, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Patriots. The people that are there next to Stannis, they're like, well, I guess we're here and you're, we're with you now. <laughs> That's why I don't think Renly's like love or respect or what, fear or whatever thing matters, because it's all just geography. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Renly, have you ever heard of materialism? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's the support of the Tyrells that basically makes all his, all his yeah, power, right? Yeah, the Tyrells yeah. are a big... Yeah. They're power players, definitely, and they are mm-hmm. very significant for, like, most of the events. Catelyn does own him in that dialectic, in my opinion. <laughs> Where? <laughs> well, she doesn't say it out loud, but yeah, Renly's like making excuses for why he didn't help Ed, Ned, and like she's like, if you just stayed, maybe my my husband would still be alive. And maybe Dang Renly us. would be dead. I don't agree with that one at all, because Cersei would absolutely have tried to have him killed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Cersei would try to have everybody killed, but if it's Ned with a hundred more people or more. That that affects how Littlefinger's gonna play it and whether he's going to like turn on Ned. It's affecting like I don't know how many swords Cersei has besides the City Watch, but you know, that that changes the equation a lot. Yeah. I don't know no, this doesn't make any sense to me. Cause if they lose then they're Renly, both Ren- dead, sure. Renly says I offer it to help Ned and he said no and then Catelyn says if you would help Ned maybe he'd be alive he offered to help and he said no so he left he he offered him some bullshit that's this is what I was saying earlier is that he offered him help but only under my terms Ned Rob can be king but only my way he offered him something that Ned would never accept well what would what would Ned have him do what was Ned's... I'll help you, but you have to do it my way. And my way is the right way, because I can't conceive of how other people think. Like... No, no, Ned's plan was fucking stupid. You can't say that Ned was right and Renly was wrong in this case. Ned's plan wasn't fucking stupid. It was All it was is, uh, I'm not going to abduct children, but I'm going to basically do the same thing that Renly wanted. Except for slaughtering people unnecessarily and abducting children in the night. Yeah. Like, the difference was, like, I'm going to hold them, you know, I'm going to arrest them, but we're going to do it without killing people instead of, like, going in in the middle of the night 
and starting fights and abducting children. You know, then you get the situation with Arya that happened with Sirio. Like, you're not going to... If you do it out in the daylight and you're saying what you're you what you're doing, then there's the chance that they can set down their swords and just surrender. No, this is revisionist of you. That's not what the plan was at all. <laughs> Ned says Ned, Ned said, "Cersei, you run away now. That's my plan. You will run away." That's fucking stupid. Like, like we all respect Ned and he's like a nice honorable man, but obviously that was never going to happen. Right. So his well like yeah, that was like his option a his option b was i go into the throne room the the gold cloaks are on my side i tell cersei to stand down and i arrest them so and nobody gets hurt because they surrender because i have overwhelming force on my side but if i use the overwhelming first right away then people are going to die yes and that's what he's trying to avoid and you know that ned would not abduct children like even if that would have saved him it's just It's just he, not yeah. him. Apparently, Emmanuel is saying that he would put children in jail, so I don't see what the difference is. I think that Ned was uh, wrong on this, and Renly is right, and Catelyn is just sad because he died. And, Catelyn didn't and I don't know even what. think that I'm being like a Renly stan about this. I just think that Renly's plan is obviously the right one. Catelyn didn't know what Renly offered to him, so... The thing is, if, if Renly stayed, maybe Littlefinger wouldn't have like uh, switched the, the City Watch, uh, because he would have known that Yeah. That it, it changes the equation and I mean the City yeah. Watch is like two thousand guys to Renly's one hundred, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know how that helps. Well it helps because um the real thing that Littlefinger's looking at, besides the fact that he has a boner for uh ruining Ned, is uh Cersei's swords versus Ned's swords. So it's like in that equation it's like uh, like Cersei versus Ned is probably like, I don't know, two hundred or three hundred versus like fifty. And it's also who he thinks he'll be able to manipulate easier. So I don't know if it changes Littlefinger's mind, but it makes it, I don't know, makes it easier. The other thing is, is like, if they're all in the throne room, there were only, if I remember right, there's probably like under 200 gold cloaks in that room. And if swords come out in that room, then anything can fucking happen. And if Renly's there with them, that has a chance of going in... In Ned's favor a lot more because like you know it was Ned and like 20 guys or whatever mm-hmm. like eight people mm-hmm. versus a uh, hundred people but mm-hmm. if it's like Renly and he has 50 dudes with them then like anything can fucking happen so now and, fighting and killing people is fine well because Ned didn't start it he he said here's the deal and if Cersei doesn't accept then it's out of his hands but he was trying to give Cersei every fucking option like you said I just think that this is a lot more gray than, like, black and white of Renly got mm. Ned killed by not wanting to stay for this shitty plan. No, sure. Sure. I don't know. I, I mean, Ned, Ned obviously made, like, a bunch of other mistakes in... And I, yeah. and I, think, I don't think I can, I can to... fully understand why Renly acted like this way. He, he seems like a guy who is very much seeking the, the options with the least risk and like uh, staying in king's lane would have been a lot of risk and like retreating and uh, building yeah, up a, a like, force is, is yeah stay. yeah that's and risk. And it's, it's how he's stay. acting right yeah. now he's he's staying back he's like showing like, everyone would, like how powerful he is yeah i would give to catelyn the thing that randy didn't care about saving ned like yeah wouldn't but have honestly, risked anything like, for he that he doesn't have yeah. a lot of reason to 
But I think think we're supposed to take Catelyn being like, oh, if you had stayed with Ned, he'd be fine. As like, true. I think Catelyn's just upset. Like, lots of things could have been different. I don't think that that's like 100% factual statement from her. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, no, she's all right. just, she, yeah, we all she's agree that just upset. Fantastic. She's like, well, <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> you you left and now Ned is dead, so it's nice that we can have this talk, but you know, I'm still upset. And of course Ned, yeah, like we said, a lot of he he had I don't remember how many people he originally brought down, but he sent he gave away fifty to the gold cloaks, yeah. he sent twenty off with Barrick, he sent yeah. you know, he kept splitting off his power and um that's like he was like nothing bad could happen to me not here <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean it, well that's just how he rules because like in the yeah regular feudalism or like kind of the ideal thing is like the king shows off the his power by like and and wealth by giving it away and you you like insert yourself into every situation as like a um because that's just what you do that's like what you're you're your, where your power comes from is like your everything is your decision so like ned sending off his men and like every for every little thing is like kind of just how you would do it because that's how you get like other i don't know does that make sense i mean you, yeah. you trade you trade loyalty for protection basically that's that's yeah feudalism in it yeah that's the like that's the, the king oh it should be yeah let's say it, it should be the contract it's, between like but a, all these people, a lord and his yeah. subjects, but you you yeah. rule them, and in return, you sort of look after yeah. them and try and keep everything stable. And yeah, and like people in King's Landing have, you know, their own own loyalties mm. that are yeah. And then when the king breaks the contract and everyone's starving to death, you like try and murder him, which is just right, you know. True. It's mm. the on- it's only right. It's how the system's designed. What if we overthrow all the five kings and then, you know? I think no. Dalek should vote. <laughs> <laughs> what if Shaggy Dog becomes king? I mean, it's kind of oh, the king, point. Like, king Rickon would be not, <laughs> not Rickon or Shaggy Dog, but like kind of the point is that feudalism sucks just in general. Like, king Rickon is a terrifying prospect. Who has a better story? Yeah. You can be like, damn, it's cool that they've got swords. Can we talk about Brienne? Yes. We I can talk about Brienne. Brienne. She's, she's awesome. here. It's great. Everyone, meet Brienne. She's here, and I'm so excited yeah. that she's here, finally. I've been waiting. I love waiting to see her. that she's introduced kicking the shit out of Red Ron at Connington. <laughs> I know, it's so good. <laughs> and Laura. And, his, and this man's career. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy's face, honestly. Just take him down. I was making, when, when we were like looking over the chapters we're gonna read this week i was making like the vince mcmahon meme face uh, <laughs> when i was thinking about we're gonna meet jojen and mira and brienne mm. did you fall out of your chair kind of <laughs> <laughs> and regarding brienne absolutely like props to renly that he's just yeah, sure. Like I make you like a knight and uh, a member of my my king's guard. Oh, yeah, people it. will say that Renly is mean to Brienne like, when there's no way any other king would ever have like, been like no this. Lady can be in my king's guard. He doesn't uh, even hesitate. There's yeah. not even like any any half participle of him being like. Uh, mm. He just says yes. You are in my king's guard now. Don't talk to me about uh, Rob having the Mormons because mm. I just thought of it, but. 
Don't even think <laughs> yeah, of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the one that Cyril said that. But um, you know Stannis would I mean, not have done thing it. about... I mean, he's got Melisandre. Yeah. Here's what I'll mm. say, is that, like... Like we were just talking about, you know, the king maintains power by, like, giving people shit. If, you know, somebody beats 116 other people and then asks oh, you for okay. something, like, you know, and you don't give it to them, maybe being a woman and, like, you know, the cultural prejudice against that is enough to, like, nobody will give a shit if you don't reward that kind of valor. But I don't know. I can't really tell how that would go. Yeah, I mean, like, Catelyn... I mean, it's it's also useful. It's like he says mm. later that Bri- he, that Brienne just wants to, like, die for anything, yeah. basically, so... Also, I, I don't know how, is a, is a great how important or powerful is Tarth. I mean, Callan makes a lot of note, though, that uh, no not, one... Not very. Not very, right? Not important. But, like, spiritually important. Oh, they're know? very symbolically important. I mean, as an island, it's, like, I guess, always, like, strategically important. You get to be yeah. called the Even Star, which is fucking cool. Yeah, and there's yeah. sapphires there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um... I just think, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I, I like about Brienne as a character, obviously, because she's great. The thing about Brienne is she's always a bit like Sansa, so she she fights, and so people are like, okay, so she's like Arya, but she's definitely a lot more like Sansa in that she believes all the songs, and she's like, oh, mm-hmm. the songs are nice, I wish my life mm-hmm. was a song, because in songs, the women are all beautiful, so if I was in a song, they would call me beautiful. And she really only wants beauty for, like, because she wants acceptance. Like, she doesn't... Yeah. She wants friends. Yeah, she doesn't want... <laughs> yeah. She just, like, you know, she feels ungainly, and, like, uh, even Kat can see mm. that, like... Well, I mean, Kat's good at reading people, but, it, you know, she can see that mm. Um, mm. she is, like, in pain constantly because she knows how she's being looked at. Yeah. And beauty is such... For their society and women, it's, like, their main... You know, it's their their main thing that they bring to well, apart from land and names and stuff. Huge tracts of land. Stuff land. It's what people <laughs> like look for is like marriage material. And she gets all these suitors, but they all don't want to marry her or whatever because she's too ugly. So even though they doesn't would get, she like, like own one at battle or something? Yeah. Doesn't she kick one of her suitors' asses? She decides in the end that she'll only marry someone who can defeat her in battle which is like <laughs> yeah, atalanta stuff epic of her. yeah which is funny because then they're all like okay but none of them can beat her because she's just so big and strong and good at fighting hell yeah and again this is this, this is always like what i say about her contrasting with Arya, which is that Arya's character wants to fight and wants to do the sort of maybe more masculine stuff um because she wants to because she wants to be able to do that sort of thing whereas with Brienne it's almost like she can't perform the role of women so she's like okay I will do something else if I can't be societal woman I will be societal knight instead I mean she likes fighting obviously in the end but it's not she was sort of ended up there because she didn't have another path that she could take yeah she's like good at it but it never feels like she has uh she particularly cares about doing it yeah my point is, um, yeah, Arya rejects femininity. Brienne wants femininity, but can't get it. So it's like, yeah, different. I mean, Arya is also nine. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. You know. So, well, well, we'll never know. But who knows how I she don't thinks think she, about these she wouldn't have... things? Yeah, Arya does not, not have a normal childhood. 
I will say this. We're in the spoiler zone, so I can say this now. <laughs> this is more like this is more Arya at the yeah. beginning of her journey, not Arya further along. Obviously, further along, she is a bit more. Um, she has to survive, and it's about survival, which is sort of where Brienne ends up yeah. anyway, as well. So people will tell you that gender is not a social contract, and then they like <laughs> see a child that is just trying to survive and doesn't give a shit about gender. And not, I don't know where it's going this. Whatever. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> where this is going to end up. I mean, it's just like whenever you, there's no society and you're just worried about survival, like yeah. gender means fucking yeah, nothing. It doesn't matter. Like, Who cares? <laughs> you pick up the thing and you know. fight. She was like that to. before she was just fighting to survive, too, though. I don't really agree with that. Oh, sure. Well, that was yeah. my, yeah, that was yeah, part I, of my I, point is that she always has. rejected that sort of I stuff. I think, like, Arya rejects femininity and femininity rejects Brienne. Is what I would say. Yeah, yeah, that is, that's what my point was. Yeah, sort of. Arya doesn't want to be part of it, and Brienne just can't yeah, exactly. be because of how she looks. So, well, I think there's an element to it too, where like Arya is also called ugly, and she's like not good at like stitching and stuff yeah, like that. She's not great at <sighs> I it. Don't as well, know, I don't know because that's more her being child, though. I think in some ways. I mean, I know she isn't as good at stuff as Sansa, and she always feels overshadowed by Sansa. Yeah, she can't like play the music she... or. But she's also, I think she isn't, she doesn't try to do it. She's mm. not like, I'm going to work hard yeah. to be better. Because it's skill stuff. It's not anything she's interested in. She's like, I want to talk to the butchered boy and I want to go yeah. ride the horses. And Yeah, she wants out. action and uh, like sawing or whatever doesn't give her that or knitting. No. <laughs> she wants a yeah. bigger needle. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I just like to think about Brienne. I've written multiple essays on Westeros.org about the character <laughs> of Brienne. Ooh. I'm just disappointed that we didn't get like a reaction shot from uh, Randall Tarly when she gets knighted. <laughs> Who was oh, sitting yes. right there? That's so good. With yeah. His stupid sword. I'm okay with not seeing it. His stupid yeah. fucking, his fucking sword. Yeah. <laughs> Shit face. Because oh, she she meets him later on, doesn't she? And... Yeah, and it's not very yep. good. God, I Jesus. hate that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that scene now. Can't wait for him to be burninated. <laughs> it will happen. You can do this one for yeah. us, George. I'm so excited for uh, for when Brienne and Jamie are gonna hang out. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. they'll just funny, hang. Just funny road trip shenanigans. It was vibing. Fine, he hates mm-hmm. her. You know. Uh, should we talk about the long it night? Really. I wanted to say one more thing <laughs> about this chapter, which is uh, people will read this book and this chapter and say, "What? Loris and Renly were gay together the whole time? <laughs> I never even mm-hmm. realized." Mm. I did not realize. Yeah, me neither. This chapter is so fucking obvious. It's adorable. I mean, I knew it before I read the books through the show, but I don't know if I would have picked up. I did not pick it up at first. I barely even noticed. I I did not pick up on on John Connington being gay. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you just read. Huh? Yeah, when I got to John Connington, I was like, okay, so this man was yes. a great guy. That yeah. makes sense. But also, I was kind of speed reading the late. <laughs> How old is uh, Renly? Renly's 21, so he's a little problematic for this one. But, eh, Loris is like 17, 16. Mm. I think he's 15, because I'm pretty sure he's next 15, book, uh, he's 16 in Storm. Mm. Yeah, I looked in the back, but it didn't. I'm pretty tell sure they, me. Say he's, they say he's 15 in Game of Thrones because. In a Game of Thrones, because Sansa's like, yeah, he's fifteen, and um, ba- uh, what's his name is old because he's twenty-two. God, he's so old. Right. 
his age is noted in the appendix, unfortunately, so... I know, that's what I'm seeing. I don't know. Impossible to say if it is problematic or not. I mean, even if it is, like, I do think that they're kind of age-gappy, but I don't really feel like there's a lot of weird power stuff, at least. Like, obviously, Renly is the king, but they seem like very evenly matched people, kind of. That's just my Uh, view, Yeah. I mean, at least they weren't forced into a horrible child (laughs) marriage. At least they're just... It's so fucking funny that Renly is, like... Uh, I'm married to Marjorie, and that's why my my outfit is all in Highgarden colors. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's why I'm cheering for Loris and yelling Highgarden, because I'm married to Marjorie. <laughs> I was, like, imagining whenever I was describing him, like, feeding Marjorie and stuff, like, I would just imagine him turning around and feeding Loris, too. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you get a bite, and you get a bite, and <laughs> you get a bite. <laughs> Alright, we can talk about okay. the long night if you want <laughs> The night that ended Yeah, this night ended, which is good to know <laughs> It probably ended just like in one night mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the regular night that yeah. ended What's it say, like, uh, something about one of the umbers blowing a horn blast? Or I have something to say about this Cause it's, So it's a story about the Night's Watch riding forth to meet the others in the battle for the dawn he blows a blast. So it's like a one horn blast. But we've learned from John before. They're having a blast. That one horn blast means that rangers are returning. Only one horn blast is yeah. not others. So I think it's suspicious for the story. And I think that it implies that maybe something else is going on. What do you think about this, Emmanuel? I don't really know how, how much there is to go on here. Damn it. Let me look at it again. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. It's also exactly on page 300 of the book for me. I don't know oh, if that means anything. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, the Night's Watch He blew blast that set all the dogs to barking. So I'm imagining that, like, you know, like how there's that one symphony that has a cannon in it or whatever. That It's just like, like a fancy addition to the theatricality of the story which is oh the night's watch would blow their horn like the way they do and i mean there's also the the horn of choramon that might bring down the wall so maybe it's mm-hmm. like also deal with that. for that that they are riding out to meet the others and the others are blowing the horn and bringing down the wall yeah the horn is just very suspicious it's a suspicious horn blast to me mm-hmm <laughs> I hear a horn, I'm like, what does it mean? Yeah, if you hear one horn, it doesn't mean that the others are there. So what does it mean? It's a unicorn. A huge curved war horn banded in silver. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, that's just his horn. Dogs barking. Mm Mm-hmm. Dogs barking. Dogs don't like it. There's also another others soon joined in. There's another George Hat others here after that. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is... And then Hodor starts dancing. And then Hodor's dancing. Yeah, others are joining in. Mm. 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 <laughs> I'm not sure that means anything. <laughs> I think it means something. The, the Could mean everything. one horn blast for brothers returning yeah. is actually the others, yeah, the others are, are their the friends. Brothers. You can't spell brothers without others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is just what I'm saying. I'm just putting it out there. Um, I was kind of thinking about that stuff because, like, I mentioned that image of, um, you know, Sansa going to the godswood and what's his name being there with ice mm-hmm. 
Ill and pain. Ill and pain. Ill and in pain. And then we're, we were thinking about Don these chapters, because um, Bran is talking about it, and, like, and that line in the Catelyn chapter. Because mm. there's a... Don, like, you know, probably a white sword and a black sword, if there's anything important about swords, and, like, if swords are important at all. There's probably, like, a white sword and a black sword that are opposed to each other. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out, like, who's got which, because... Ellen Payne holding ice, he's like a death god, who'd probably be like a Night's King figure, but he's holding ice, which could, but the thing about the, the, you know, modern ice is that it's a black sword, but it originally might have been, you know, an actual, like, icy sword that would have been white, hmm. and I don't know who's got which sword, because <laughs> the other thing is that Dawn can be, like, an evil sword, too. That, uh, you know, it's in the hands of um, Arthur Dane, like, he's, like, an other, and he's fighting Ned and stuff like that. And also, it's a dawn that never breaks. It's, like, unbreakable, like Valyrian steel. And if a dawn never breaks, then that's bad. Oh, shit. That's the long night. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> that's a good pun. And then the the line in Catelyn where dawn came cruel, a dagger of light. Mm-hmm. So, point is, is that, like, it's hard to say, like, maybe Don was, like, the original ice that uh, Night's King was first using, and then his son, who was good, also used it, so it's good and bad. It could be both that way with both swords. It's hard to figure out. So, anyway, that's some... I don't really have any, like, real conclusions about that. No, it's good. Editor's note. One of the the big pointers that could be supporting Don as the original Ice series that whenever Ned goes into the Tower of Joy, he kills Arthur Dane, or something happens there where he gets the sword, but we he leaves with John and the sword Don. And John is like the stolen other baby gotten from Night's Queen, and he has this icy big sword of milk glass that reminds us of the others. And then what he does is he goes and he stops at Starfall and he drops off the sword and returns it to them. But if this is like an echo of the past, then this could be like last hero after stealing Night King's baby that becomes the Stark and then giving the sword to the Danes for safekeeping. So, alright, bye. Yeah, there's a... There... Oh, no, that's in the later chapter. I can't talk about that yet. There's a lot of like pink stuff. And Dawn. Mm. Uh, yeah. So. Because there's a lot of pink Dawns. And so it's Boltons. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's the, there's the Bolton Association. There's like the Leech Association where Bolton has like leeches that turn pink yeah, when they drink them. his blood. Yeah, they turn. They're, mm. So they're like, you know, little pink swords that are filling up mm, with blood. There's the fat pink and, mast. <laughs> there's the fat pink man that fills up with blood as well yeah oh yeah. speaking um, of which not not of the fat well that's no. the thing is uh sam sam is an ice character so like that or an ice it's moon character so like, i like that you were actually thinking about that you were like i have to oh wait i think somebody else had a moon face in these it is a sword that fills up with blood just like the leeches this is the thing so it's yeah. like you're it is real that sam's fat pink mask i got is you with my here. facts and logic you have to acknowledge it yeah, that's why it was necessary to talk about it. Mm-hmm. There's also um, Thistle, the lady that Varamir tries to steal her body. Um, after she turns into a white, she gets these pink, like icy, bloody 
icicles on her fingers. So she's got, like, pink swords on her hands. I don't know. I just, like, was doing a search of ice and fire for the word pink, and I read for, like, eight years. But, like I said, I don't really have anything solid on Dawn stuff yet. All right. Well, you can keep figuring it out. I'm sure you'll get it by the end. Yeah, the point is is that Dawn <laughs> comes from Icy Moon characters mainly. And that's this ratio of uh, many black things to one white things is like whenever the the fire moon explodes, it makes a bunch of meteors. But one of those hits the ice moon, it gets locked in it, but it also cracks off a bit of it. And that is like the one icy thing that falls. That's the Dawn Sword versus all the Valyrian steel. And that's probably where Dawn came from. You know, you get a white sword from the Ice Moon. You know what else is pink? What? Fruit soup. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just did a search of Ice and Fire for fruit soup, and this is the only mention in all of the books. This branch chapter is the only time anyone eats fruit soup. Uh, Mm. What does that mean? mean? One too many. I don't think it (laughs) is much. I was going to ask another thing. Uh, because the, the fat pink mask reminded me of it because the fat pink mask reminded me of the character who has it, Sam, uh, yeah. which reminded me of the thing that you said that um, he has a moon face. Yeah, and I just I I, I also underlined that Sir Wendell ha- is described as having a moon mm. face. Is that anything? Yeah. Um, I will. We'll keep an eye on him. Basically, <laughs> it also said he he looked crestfallen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I've also got to say, um, this is the only time we see fruit soup because this is when we meet Jojen for the first mm. time. Okay. From and now on, fruit soup. You know, it's it's milky and it's mm-hmm. got like fruit like running through it. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's say. obvious foreshadowing that Jojen shows up during a feast. It's it's yes, it's <laughs> don't like, eat him. Soup is like Jojen based. <laughs> don't eat my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, White Harbor right. is a very icy place, and uh, all the all the Manderleys are like pretty icy. It's cool though because they come from the Mander, and that's why they're called Manderley. So they're um, showing us the like image of the Green Man who turned icy because they're like exiled from the Reach where they were from originally, and then they go north and they're given a home by the Starks. So they're actually like. Just a bigger version of John, the like stolen other baby that's given a home and raised by the Starks, and they're dope as fuck. Alright, we've been going for almost three hours mm. talking yeah, about only two God. chapters, half of which was <laughs> fruit soup debate. <laughs> um, well worth it. It's fruit soup time. Yeah, lemon cake. It's the only it's the only opportunity we get to discuss it. That's so. true. It's, it's lemon cake time. Uh, let me. Oh yeah, you, you're, you were week. tasked with having a lemon cake this week, Emmanuel. You said you would have one. Yeah, you better have done your homework. Well, I still have more myth notes. Emmanuel, the episode is too long. No. Alright, well, you can talk Bran about the next and one. 116 Nights is another 117, which is 913s. Blah, blah, blah. Renly's army is like a field of stars, and they're camped around Bitterbridge with Stormlanders on one side and Reachmen on the other, and that's like two moons, and they are the others inside the Weirwood Net, and whenever the winged helmet messenger man comes in, he has a winged helmet, so he's like Hermes and Mercury, so he is like the comet, and he, once he arrives, Renly responds by exploding over and going down to Storm's End with all of his star warriors, blah, 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 okay. Uh, I don't have a lemon cake. I'm going to break bread today. It's going to be yummy, and I'm really hungry. Great job. Okay, that counts. Good job. Nice. 
Is anyone gonna have bug snacks? By the way, no, no. Damn. I I also have actually something else, but I did really like that the full song came out today. <laughs> it's good. But actually, my lemon cake was gonna be the album for the next fun point, which is Guppy by Charlie Bliss. It's my favorite album that I like. Out of the albums that I listened specifically as preparation for a fun point episode, it's my favorite. And it made me realize <laughs> why I hate the front bottom so much because Charlie Bliss is like meat and potatoes in the music. But you can just do that and have a good singer. <laughs> yeah, but you can also have a charmingly bad singer. <laughs> not exactly charming. Yeah, well, I. it's not yeah, how I would fine. define charming. That's subjective. Yeah, you can have a charmingly bad singer. Unfortunately, the yeah. front bottoms don't. Yeah, exactly. I have very strong bones, and you yeah. cannot chew through them. That's the one song that I like. <laughs> so you can't bring that up right now. <laughs> His bones are so strong. I'm, f- <laughs> I'm like, fairly warm on the front bottoms. They seem all right. I have a higher tolerance for music that sounds like just noises screaming into my ears. So it's like fairly tame for me, I think. This looks. There's so much music, music out there, you know. Yeah, and I like it when it's bad. They mean nothing to me. Listen, my soul is discordant, and I have to put horrible noises in it to make it feel whole. Um, <laughs> my, what's my lemon cake this week? What have I even done? This week? Well, then I go first. Uh, I had a few saved okay, up actually, go. but I had to throw them all out after yesterday uh, watching Kalisi's <laughs> Christmas <laughs> in Bigot movie night because that. Wow, movie. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. It's a wild ride. It's it's a movie that inhabits this weird area of like being kind of bad, but not like so bad you just watch it ironically. Like it has some some funny parts and some charming parts, but it's also crazy and kind of feels like it's it was computer generated (laughs) and then like some human like corrected it a little bit. I don't know. It mm-hmm. was completely normal to me. Oh, it was some... I just think it's it's incredibly it's incredibly funny to me that their whole Brexit their whole Brexit <laughs> plotline is about being racist against Yugoslavians. Yeah. <laughs> most entirely about like Islamophobia. It's so wild. Yeah, the movie starts with with the text Yugoslavia 1999 on the screen. So that's everything you need to know about how how serious this movie is and how well um... written and well crafted. Yeah, this is fucking. Yes. They referenced the KGB as if that was... Yeah, the Yugoslavian <laughs> KGB in the 90s. Mm. <laughs> um, my lemon cake this week is uh, the movies of David Lynch, hey, yeah. which are good. And I tripped and fell over and accidentally started a monthly podcast with some friends where we talk about David Lynch movies, <laughs> which Janosch is also yes. in. <laughs> like all my podcasts. And... Um, we did Eraserhead, and it was cool, and I like Eraserhead, so... I think that's the only yeah. one I've seen. The the podcast is going to be called Lynchpin, by the way. Uh, <laughs> co. if it's not on iTunes yet by the time this episode drops, which, you know, iTunes takes a while, so... My Lemon Cake is I started watching The Volleyball Boys, Haiku. Oh, I, nice, me too. Like yes! I'm only on the first yes, season, but I'm really, really happy. I like them a lot. They're all so cute, and they're all my son. Uh-huh. I'm so glad it's so good. I love Haikyuu so much. It's very good. I'm, I'm also, I also just yeah. started, and I really like it. I mean, I just started, but I also, 
I also watched all of the Basketball Boys in like a week, so I'll probably be here next week saying that I finished Taiku and it was good. <laughs> okay, I haven't finished it yet. So. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna destroy you at this. All right, has this been has this been everyone? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're just about at three yeah. hours, so perfect timing. Uh, fuck Jora. The podcast is over. <laughs> fuck Jora. Fuck Jora. Fuck Jora. Fuck Randall Tiley. He was in this one. I hate to. Yeah. Think. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck Randall Tally. Um, fuck Red Ronnie. Yeah, Stan Brienne, Stan the Reeds, Georgian, Georgian Reed, Alive Boy, boy. Uneatable. You, cannot you can't chew them. through his bones. <laughs> <laughs> Inedible. His bones are very strong. <laughs> fuck Bran for eating him. He didn't know. Eat, yeah. Yeah. Didn't know. Eat fruit soup instead. <laughs> And abuse and surrender